0: Welcome to the Steve Travalee Show on Demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute.
1: In Jersey, from the streets of Union City to your nighttime radio, Steve Travalee keeps you in the Jersey. No, from seven till eleven, live local and live. Steve Jersey 101.5 night, Steve's loud, low golden light.
2: Call at one
3: 283 1015 There we go, Tuesday night in New Jersey, let's fire it up Steve East, you and me, hanging out till 11 o'clock Talking all things Jersey, we got a pizza ball update at 9 Guy Matson's coming in, Jersey Pizza Joyce. Jersey Roots coming in as well. The uh, Facebook page, which has 75,000 followers, will be here. 10 o'clock hour. So uh, stick around for that. Uh, right now, uh, this to start things off, you know, uh, we did a town hall uh, a couple of weeks ago on crime in New Jersey. And how organized crime has become big business in New Jersey. Not the organized crime that you see in the movies. But, like... Thievery, organized crime, like the idea that people stealing cars are not taking joy rides. They're not just kids. There are actual organized criminals who steal the cars, send them out to other countries. Organized crime uh, is on a much bigger scale now, and it's also in the food stamps business. David Abathau wrote the story at NJ1015.com. And what's happening is the, uh, the government is so antiquated in protecting the food stamp money that, uh, criminals are easily able to access it and they're able to do it the old fashioned way by, uh, calling you from another country and asking for your pin number and people stupid enough to give them the pin number. And next thing you know, they're losing their accounts. They're losing their money. And if you lose your card, it takes up to a month to get it back. That's a month that you don't get food. Uh, Millions and millions of your federal tax dollars are being funneled into criminal organizations in New Jersey, across the country, and around the world. The new report by LexisNexis finds the uh, SNAP, Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, uh, which we call food stamps, is being systematically defrauded in New Jersey. And uh, the way it's been going on. Uh, Post-COVID criminals have been increasingly interested in government benefit programs. SNAP is a $147 billion program with antiquated technologies, antiquated procedures, lots of money, and no identity protection. So if you're looking to make a killing, go into food stamp industry. Uh, We've talked about food stamps before and what goes on in the food stamp program. And I want to talk about it now. Have you seen any of this? Uh, What I want to talk about, like, have you ever been involved with the food stamp program, the SNAP program? Are you collecting food stamps? Uh, What have you seen in the food stamp collection business? Do you see a lot of fraud? Do you see a lot of people selling the food stamps? Is it possible? I mean, somebody called and said, you know, basically people are buying the food and selling it. Somebody else said uh, you can't swipe the card, uh, that they keep very close track of it. A store manager said, you know, you can't defraud these guys, that they're so tight. Uh, But what have you seen? Mostly at retail food stores, criminals are putting skimmers on top of the snack card readers. So when the food stamp recipient goes to purchase their milk, the bread, the staples, and they put in their PIN number, the criminal just grabs the PIN number. Now, um, the guy I was talked to in this is a guy named uh, Talcove. Trying to find the guy's first name here. But what have you seen in the food stamp program? He's the CEO, according to LexisNexis Risk Solutions Government Group CEO, Haywood Talcove. There are 825,000 residents who qualify for SNAP benefits, receiving $800 million in payments, and he figures $160 million in fraud in the next six months. So, one 283 1015 What have you seen? Have you seen any fraud in the food stamp program? Have you ever collected food stamps? Have you ever been in need of using the program? How has it worked out for you? Have you had any hassles or whatever? What's it like dealing in the food stamp program? How easy is it to rip off the food stamp program? And how much of it are you seeing being done? Talkov said there have been a big increase in fraudulent emails, text messages, phone calls, telling people that their card has been temporarily suspended to provide a pin number to retrieve it. The old-fashioned way, right? And what happens? People give it to them. Under no circumstances provide that information. Hang up. The call is not from New Jersey. It's not even from the United States. It's likely from Russia, China, Nigeria, Romania. And part of the problem, too, is that there's been no attempt to improve the security. Congress has authorized the U.S. Department of Agriculture to provide two free SNAP benefit refills to individuals who have had their cards stolen. But no attempt has been made to reduce the security vulnerabilities of the SNAP program. Talcloff said Snap Security could easily be ramped up updating the Snap benefit cards so that they are read with a chip instead of a swipe, and also by requiring people with benefit cards to produce identification in stores. So 1-800-283-101.5. Are you collecting food stamps? Have you ever collected food stamps? What was it like? You know, inflation is killing New Jersey. Look at the price of eggs. My God. What was it like? Four, in Walmart, like four fifty five dollars for a dozen, six something for eighteen, for eggs. Now, you know more and more people go into the food banks after COVID, the recession, this great these great times that we're living in right now. Uh, as Governor Murphy says, the American dream is alive and well in New Jersey. It was turning into a food nightmare. The 1-800-283-101.5, have you ever needed to collect food stamps? Have you ever seen fraud in the food stamp program? And if you have, tell me what you've seen. And if you haven't, tell me that too. Do you believe it's impossible to rip off the food stamp program? Do you believe there are people collecting and getting away with it? Are there people profiting from the food stamp program? Buying the food, selling it? We talked about this a couple of times. And uh, a couple of times, you know, we got a lot of calls on it. So how do we find out about all this? Taco said the massive pattern of snap card theft became apparent by reviewing local police reports. And if you venture into the dark web, there's a mass of criminal groups that are organizing to steal government benefits. And it all starts there. So 1-800-283-101.5. It's never been easier because they don't take the precaution to upgrade the security. And when you're talking about the amount of money that they're talking about, you know, uh, what can you expect to have it? You know, you've got $8 million, $800 million going out in food stamp payments, 825,000 residents qualifying for it. So chances are someone's going to want to get into the act. So you tell me one 1015 Have you ever been involved in the food stamp program? Have you ever seen fraud in the food stamp program? Anyone ever tried to rip off Snap? Oh Snap. All right. Do you know how much you can get for your home? Robert Dukansky of Remax First Advantage is buyers lined up and get your home sold fast and for the most money possible. More money than you ever thought was possible. Jennifer was relocating for Wilk for work, needed to sell her Branchburg home quickly. With help from Rob's team and their top marketing strategies, the home was sold after only 11 days on the market. 11 showings, multiple offers for $510,000, which was $35,000 over the list price. Jennifer can start her next chapter without worrying about. An empty home back in Branchburg. Robert Dukansky of Remax First Advantage has superior marketing to sell your home for the highest price possible. Call the only agent I would call if I needed to sell my home. Call Robert Dukansky at 855 350 1015. That's 855 350 1015. Or online at RobSellsNJ.com. Or Google RobSellsNJ and then you start packing his fast traffic. The College of New Jersey is hosting their Spring Career and Internship Fair on February 22nd. Join them to meet with top New Jersey talent to fit your team's needs. Visit career.tcnj.edu for registration information. Now that's Steve Trevelisse. Go to nj1015.com. Check out uh, all these great t-shirts. Jeff and Bill were talking about places in New Jersey that no longer exist. I found a place that sells T-shirts of places that no longer exists. So if you want to represent the old days, you can. Go to my page at nj1015.com. Talking about the food stamp program. And there have been massive ripoffs in the food stamp program. Organized crime targeting the food stamp program. Uh, The... uh, antiquated security used in the food stamp program uh to be able to rip people off so have you ever been a victim of this and have you ever seen fraud in food stamp program 1-800-283-101.5 have you ever had to use the food stamp program You know, what is it like, and what are some of the things you've seen in it? Criminals are now stealing SNAP benefits information from New Jersey residents. Scammers are using a variety of methods, but security can be easily improved. And if your SNAP benefit card info is swiped, it's going to take weeks or longer than that to get a new card. So have you ever been a victim of this? 1-800-283-101.5. And if you were on food stamps, or if you are on food stamps... Is there a limit like how long you can be on food stamps or like what you're allowed to buy or not allowed to buy? There are people that get upset with what people buy on food stamps. And uh, honestly, you know, if if you qualify for the program and they're letting you buy it, it's not the problem of the person that's buying it. They're playing within the rules. If you have a problem with what they're buying, then you got to go to the people who make the rules. But then again, do you really want to get to the point where we're be able we now going to tell people what they can and can't eat? 1-800-283-101.5. But have you ever collected food stamps? And I'm wondering, like, is there anyone who started collecting food stamps recently? Because it can't be an easy thing if you've never done it before and you spent your life working and you get to the point that now you need to use the SNAP program. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, if you're at a time in your life where you need it and you do it, you do it. 1-800-283-101.5. What could be worse than people getting defrauded out of their ability to buy food? You know, and these guys don't give a damn. You know, they don't give a damn about you, your situation. They're criminals. They just call to steal. They call to steal your money, to call to steal your food. And they call and they ask you for a PIN number acting like you know you need to give it to them, and then you do, and then you find yourself unable to buy food for weeks, months, who knows? one 800 David Mathow wrote the story at nj1015.com. Have you ever been a victim of food stamp fraud, or have you ever seen people defrauding the food stamp program? What is it like? You know, and how does it make you feel? Does it aggravate you when you see it? Does it aggravate you when you're the victim of it? Does it aggravate you when you see somebody else getting away with it? George is in Verona on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, George.
4: Hey, Steve. How you doing? Good, buddy. How are you? I'm good. Um, so, yeah, I'm a social worker. I used to work with um, adults in Monmouth County. Helping them get housing that had mental illness, right? Um. So I've I've helped a lot of people get SNAP and kind of like seen the program myself. So um, what do you think of all this? Um. So well, I think the program is good in the essence that it's supposed to help people that need help with food. Mm-hmm. Um. Is it always used that way? No, definitely not.
3: Well, um, how do they tell me how? Like, so how some of the ways that you've seen it defrauded?
4: So I've never. So like in regard to um like you know organized crime trying to target i've never seen that um like personally but that doesn't surprise me because what you say about the antiquated security is very accurate really um and so like any time that my clients would lose their snap card so it's a card it's not food stamps anymore and it's like pretty discreet in a grocery store you really can't tell right if somebody's using it but if anybody lost it, which would happen fairly frequently because I was working with people that had a lot of issues, it would take like, you know, sometimes like a month or even longer for them to get their card back.
3: So um, what do they do in the meantime? Did he give them like a temporary card, or how does that work?
4: No, no. You don't have to wait. Yeah, and that and that's the thing is like, you know, a lot of people think that snap gets misused but like it's supposed to be supplemental and in my experience the people that i were i was working with they would only get like a 100 bucks a month it's really not enough to survive off of in my experience personally
3: all right george good stuff thanks for the call to new jersey 101.5 christine is in howell in new jersey 101.5
5: hey christine good evening um so Fraud here is rampant, and, um, you know, I'm not begrudging anybody who needs assistance with food. Right. However, I can tell you daily I go to two local convenience stores, and they're not, like, high-end, you know, like, more well-known ones, but it's consistent. They allow people to buy cigarettes with their EBT cards. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. $10, $12 for a pack of cigarettes, and my taxes are paying for it? Wait a minute. Yeah, wait, we're. Yes. We're going to, and then we're going to pay for you. We're going to pay for your
3: lung cancer treatments, too. After we give you the cigarettes. Now.
5: And they're sitting there putting it through, and they're, and they're, they're putting it through. And I said, I'll be shooting on my foot. I'm saying I'm going to work with a little cup of coffee for my little 12-ounce, $2.50. Uh,
3: uh, and then, and and then does the food stamp guy is going to sue the government for letting him buy the cigarettes that gave him the lung Probably cancer. Hopefully,
5: eventually, yeah. But that's some crap here. Let me tell you, there's three stores in Howell, and they should be shut down. And I've reported them to the state. And you know what they've done?
3: Nada. Well, somebody's got to get it. I mean, they got to pass a law. I mean, are you allowed to buy food stamps, uh, buy cigarettes no. with food stamps?
5: Do you have to buy edibles. So you can't even buy toilet paper or hygienical products with EBT. I have. Well, three instead of tea. So if you can't buy that stuff, what the hell should you be buying cigarettes for? Oh, well,
3: wait a minute. Can you buy edibles with food stamps? No. Can't be. Can't be. No, no. All right. Thanks for the call. Now, that would be a whole different thing. Peter is in Lawrence on New Jersey 101.5.
6: Hi, Peter. Hi, Stephen. How are you? I'm oh, good. How about you? Getting EBT was a necessity.
3: You own restaurants. How could you need food stamps?
6: There was a time when I had no money. Ah. All my money went to bills. Mm-hmm. Went to survive. Right. I was broke. Right when I built myself back up again, you can only make so much money per year. On the food stamps? food stamps. Right. And it depends on how many people you are feeding besides yourself. Okay. And sometimes when you go to the store, frankly, it's degrading. When they look at you with a food stamp card and have reservations, you know, it isn't
3: like, you know, I mean, they're working in a grocery store checkout.
6: What's the problem? I know. Well, the thing is, that's why I go to the uh, express line.
3: Well, you're self-paying.
6: And, you know, you can buy chicken. Mm -hmm. You can buy all kinds of food. You cannot buy prepared food like a hoagie or something like that. You can't. But there are people who need that card. Mm Mm-hmm to survive along with their families if they're low income
3: have you seen people defraud the system
6: not in my experience yet
3: all right peter thanks for the call to new jersey 101.5 what about you uh, Food stamps, real easy to uh, defraud food stamps, antiquated security system. So one 800 What have your experiences been like as far as the SNAP program, as far as food stamps? If you're collecting, if you're using, if you're seeing people use it or defraud the system, what are some of the things that you have seen? 1-800-283-101.5. I'm Steve Trevelisse at 730. Now the latest New Jersey news. 101.5. Tuesday, you're in love. Let's hang out till eleven o'clock tonight. Talk Jersey. What do you say, you and me, Steve Trevellys? All right. So, if you collect food stamps, or if you uh, know anyone that collects food stamps, have you ever seen any anky-panky going on? Because uh, it's real easy to steal from the food stamp program. As organized crime is finding out, they are converging on it. Stories on NJ1015.com. This is uh, Maria in Ocean on New Jersey
5: 101.5. Hi, Maria. Hi, how are you? Good. How about you? I'm good. I love your show, by the way. I listen to you guys all the time. Thank you. So what are you thinking? Okay. Hello? I'm here. What are you thinking? Oh, all right. With the food stamps and all that? Uh Uh-huh. I I don't get them, but I know people that have and when it comes to fraud and food stamps it's ridiculous people sell their food stamp card um to other people for cash it's just they sell them to restaurants they sell them to restaurants they sell well chinese restaurants
3: you <laughs> <laughs> really? Why, why Why does it make a difference, right?
5: So uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, That's, do the only the thing? That's the only restaurant I've, I've heard that buys them.
3: Do you see, right. but, but I mean, have you ever collected food? Have you ever dealt with food stamps? Have you ever collected them?
5: I've never collected them
3: myself, no. All right, but you know people who have.
5: But I know, I have friends that have and stuff.
3: And they sell them or they make money on the food stamp
5: program? Yeah, 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 all the time. Now, how are they able we, to do we, it?
3: 'Cause don't you have to have ID in order to do it, right?
5: No. No. They what they do is they'll spell it to say somebody sells it to me. Right. I just ask what the PIN number is and I'll take it, take the card, I'll go food shopping. They call in and say that they lost their card and oh. they get a new one.
3: They're
5: very, very they're very slick. They're and very it's that easy to do it. That easy. It's re I'm telling you, it's outrageous.
3: No, you see a lot of it?
5: Um, I used to. Um not so much lately, but years ago. It was more popular years ago when they had paper food stamps, but now that it's on an E B T card, it's it's harder for them.
3: Yeah, and you know what? But now they're even saying that, you know, they're able to steal the pin numbers when people swipe their cards. That They should go to the chip, which would make it even more difficult. But the system, the security system is so antiquated that uh, it's getting easier and easier to rip off the food stamp industry. $800 million.
5: Yeah. Oh, my God.
3: Ridiculous. Maria, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. one 283 1015 What do you make of this? You know, when you hear about this, that uh, organized crime targeting the food stamp industry, able to do it through telemarketing, able to tell people, uh, you know, give us your PIN number. We need it for security. And next thing you know, they're taking the PIN number and stealing your card. Uh, What do you make of this? Do you say, I know it? Or are you surprised by it? And on the grassroots level, how much of it are you seeing? Where you are. If you're in if you're dealing in the food stamp program, if you collect food stamps, if you use the program, or know people that use the program, what are some of the ways that they are ripping it off? Or if you're in a store, if you're a store manager, what are some of the things that you've seen? And if you're collecting, how long have you been collecting? How long do you intend to be collecting? You see people abusing the system. One 1015 The idea. I mean, somebody called earlier and said people are using the food stamp program to buy cigarettes, which is absurd because now you're using you're using government money to buy cigarettes, and then God forbid you get sick, is going to be government money is going to have to carry you in a hospital, and then if it comes out <laughs> that uh, you got it from buying the cigarettes, you can sue the government. Only in New Jersey. One eight hundred two eight three one oh one point five, but you know it's a whole different thing today, as far as ripoffs. Now you got the whole world involved. Now you got you know people calling you from Russia, Romania, China, telling you they need your pin number, and people would give it to them. You know, and then the other thing too is you've got people who, you know, they're they're new here. They may not speak English or understand the system or the way things work for whatever reason. And uh, next thing you know, they're giving away the farm. The farm that we pay for, by the way. Linda is in Medford on New
5: Jersey one oh one point five. Hey Linda. Oh my god. Steve Travelis, I love you. I've been listening to you for years. I can't believe I got through. Ah, you're the best. Linda, stay off for as long as you want. No, you're not kidding. So I was just listening to your show tonight. Me personally was never on food stamps but when me, when I was young right. my mother was on food stamps right and uh, I re- I remember like she got 34 dollars a month from welfare okay and they paid the rent and if you wanted a phone you had to somehow figure that out on your own like if you wanted a phone in your house right but all like anything you couldn't eat tinfoil or your toiletries, tooth, anything you could not get with food stamps. So we used to get like a care package from the family, like for Christmas. And it would be all our, you know, all our toiletries, um, anything you couldn't eat. Yeah. But nowadays, (laughs) I think things have changed, but we really struggled. You couldn't buy
3: any of that stuff many years ago. (laughs) No, because now they're saying like you can't buy, you can't buy prepared food. Uh, somebody no, told earlier no. said you can't buy prepared food.
5: They consider that like a luxury. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah, right, Yep. Yeah.
3: But then somebody no, else it's, called it's, said they're buying cigarettes with the food stamps, or some people yeah, called said. I heard
5: that before. Yeah. I'm just, I'm mortified. Yeah, <laughs> whoever heard of such I mean, a thing? the family used to all chip in and buy us all this stuff years ago. Now I think you could buy a car with food. I mean, this is crazy. Yeah, that's really the, seriously. I yeah. agree with you. I mean, it's. Yeah, it's for people that are really struggling and we did and we made the best of whatever we had you know but now uh, I don't know the, you know the whole world's changed buddy
3: yeah but you pulled yourself out of it Linda thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5 there's another thing too have you ever used have you ever had to use food stamps and pulled yourself out of it and got to the point where you didn't need them anymore tell me your tell me your story I think we'd all love to hear that story anyone collecting. Who honestly would love to not be collecting. Would love to be able to, you know, get back on their feet. 1-800-283-101.5. Have you ever collected food stamps or seen fraud in the food stamp business? Tell me the story. Police. All right. Fraud in the food stamp business. I see people calling in. And they're going to tell this story and then they chicken out. then they hang up. And then they go back and they hang up. You got a story? Tell tell me. You don't have to give your name. It don't matter. Have you seen fraud in the food stamp business? What's your food stamp story? Have you been able to uh, use the food stamp program and then pull yourself out of it? 1-800-283-101.5. Jill is in Delaware on New Jersey 101.5. You wouldn't be Dr. Jill, would you? No,
5: I'm definitely not a doctor. Mm -hmm. I'm on my way, but
3: not yet. Oh, really? Okay.
5: Yes. So... Uh, when when uh, my ex-husband and I split up, he basically cleaned the council. Left. I have four children. I worked several jobs, but until I got to the point where I could sustain us, I was on food stamps. We were on food stamps for probably like uh, seven years until wow. I got to the point in my um, in my work where i was at the level where i could sustain us and thank god like we're at the point where we're fine we're functioning um with the prices today it's crazy i almost kind of wish i did have some extra support but um we were there and we're not there anymore and nothing gives me more pride than being able to pay my bills each month
3: god bless you
5: Thank you. He does.
3: Uh, yeah. And you know what? I mean, you your husband divorced you and left you with the kids and no money?
5: Oh, he literally cleaned the council, left. And, and I didn't. And I was a stay-at-home mom, so I didn't even have a penny to my name at the time. And I had to stay with with my parents.
3: Wow. Uh, and, and now and you got yourself off of it you, you got on and you Should got yourself been. you didn't sit there and just take the money you got yourself off you're on your way to become a doctor what did you mean by that
5: um, a doctor in educational leadership so I I'm entering the doctoral program and uh, it'll take me a few years because I can't afford to pay for it all at once mm-hmm. but I'll do it and that title will be cute next to my name
3: that's a fascinating story what a great story to tell and what an inspiration to your kids how old are your kids how old how long how many
5: um they they i have four children right. and they're ranging age from 19 to 25 now um but what you know 12 years ago it was <laughs> we were definitely weren't at the place where they're more independent and they it was it was me
3: Wow. Wow. Do they, uh, and they get it, right? I mean, do they ever, like, talk
5: about it? They really do. They, they you know, recognize that I worked really hard, and everything that I did, you know, was to sustain us and to build us. Three years ago, we were able to buy a house.
3: Wow. Look at you. That's fantastic. Yeah. And what about your husband? They still talk to him?
5: Oh, well, only if necessary. Only if um,
3: They don't ask for money,
5: I right? Mean, well, ask for money. That's like you know, boohoo me. I don't have any money. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I can never. never do that. Well, I guess people are built differently, and he's among those who um, puts himself first in every situation.
3: Well, you know what? So. You put your kids first, and you put your life first, and you got yourself out of it, and uh, that's that's quite a tribute, Jill. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. How about that? How about that? Husband leaves her. Empties the accounts. She has to go on food stamps with four children. Next thing you know, she's uh, going for a doctorate. No longer on the food stamps. Those, 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 that's a great story. At one 800 talking about the food stamp program, there's a lot of fraud in it. Uh, the security system is antiquated. People are able to hit it with no problem uh, from all over the world uh, in today's cybercrime. Uh, people calling asking for pin numbers getting them relieving people of their cards takes months to get the cards What have your experiences been like with food stamps? 1-800-283-101.5
0: Reliable ready real New Jersey 101.5 AXW Trenton WKXWHD. <laughs>
3: And talking to you at 11 o'clock tonight at 1-800-283-101.5, it's Steve Trevelis. All right. About an hour, we'll get an update on Pizza Bowl 3, going to take place this Saturday. Hope you got your tickets, there's going to be tons of pizzerias, 800 pizzerias started this thing off, and now we're winding it down to see who's going to take home the trophy. And Guy Matson is going to be in with an update in about an hour. Hopefully, he brings a pizza. Uh, along with that, uh, the man who did Jersey Roots Facebook page. He got 75,000 people. Guy never told me his name. 75,000 people who'll be in here as well. Uh, go to nj1015.com and check out. Cindy Williams passed away uh, after a brief illness. She was only 75 years old. And we found out about this last night. And we talked, we had her on uh, last April. She was doing me, myself, and Shirley at the Bucks County Playhouse and we played some excerpts of the interview and we talked about the sitcoms that make you, uh, that uh, that just make you laugh. No social message, no one's trying to hug you, no one's giving you an aww. One thing about this show, this is the one show you'll not hear,
7: aw, aw, aw. uh-uh.
3: This is the, there's the uh, and then there's the uh-uh. This is the uh-uh show. <laughs> we keep it real. All right, so keeping it real, we're talking about the food stamp program and how people are defrauding the uh, the bejesus out of it. And I want to know, have you ever been on food stamps? What was it like for you? Uh, have you ever pulled yourself out of food stamps? Have you ever seen fraud in the food stamp program? Ariel is in South Jersey on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Ariel.
5: Hi, can you hear me all right? My uh, phone's a little, little funky.
3: <laughs> ah, you sound fine, Ariel. How you doing?
5: I'm doing all right.
3: So what happened to uh, me?
5: I was on I was on food stamps for uh, about five years. Right. Uh, years ago, many years ago. And there was uh, well, not many, but I, I've been off of them for at least uh, probably almost seven years now, and you know. It was a period of time where I was like got hurt on the job and I was out of work and everything. Right. And, you know, it got me it was a supplement. But I didn't know I've heard other people talking and there's definitely fraud. Really? Tell me <laughs> um, what you say. I it's like the little mo, like the little convenience stores and stuff. Right. They'll buy they'll they're the ones that people will like they'll pay you cash for them or you know, or the cigarettes. I never smoked, but I know I've seen, this, you know, people buying cigarettes, like somebody said earlier. It's not like the ShopRite stores or, you
3: know, the big clean stores. But can you buy cigarettes with food stamps? Will they let it go through?
5: I think, yeah, I don't, well, they don't, I, I, they're not honest about what they're buying. See,
3: that's, <laughs> they that's they what, what I'm asking.
5: don't in like that.
3: So they, so basically, so I'm not sure how it works. Like, if it's all food coded, if the food is barcoded, then the, the cart is only going to accept certain, maybe they don't do it that way. That would be the way to do it. Like, we're going to put the I barcodes I, in that the food will. we looking
5: at these little, these little convenience stores that aren't very, uh, like, you know.
3: Yeah, they're not that barcoded. They're just going to take the money. Okay, give us the food stamp. Here's your money, and we'll do what we want with the food card.
5: Yeah, so like, I have seen, like, I definitely have seen fraud like that, or, like, you know, with other people that have used them or whatever. And, you know, it's kind of, you know, it's a shame because, you know, they are for, like you said, some people for some times just need them to get through a period on the life.
3: Yeah. Now, how now how did you get off them?
5: Um, I actually, um, I've. I got, like I said, I got injured on my job, and I came through. I, you know, I'm actually. I started. I, I have started working again, but I, I, won a lawsuit.
3: You won a lawsuit. That always works.
5: Yeah. And,
3: and how many new friends did you win with the lawsuit? Uh no.
5: I, I, you know what I. Yeah. I'm saying it on the radio. I don't tell. I, very, very few people know. But.
3: Oh, okay. Well, don't tell them. Don't tell them. <laughs> just, just walk around. Just walk around with that, that that the long look on your face. Like I ain't got no money. What are you gonna tell you? You know, don't say nothing. Let them, let them, <laughs> let them just keep spending it on you. That's the move, Ariel. Um, not. You know, I
5: still have to work. It's not. You know, it just it helped. It helped catch me up from a couple. Of, work for a couple of years. That's all. What do you do? I uh, used
3: to be I used to be a nurse. Okay, what are you now? Now I am just in like the hospitality business. Oh, okay. A hospitality woman who won a lawsuit. Good move.
5: <laughs>
3: you got it, kiddo. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Debbie is in Point Pleasant on New Jersey 101.5.
5: Hi, Debbie. Hey, how you doing? Good, how about you? I'm all right, Thanks.
3: So you use you food stamps? Can or not. I can hear you. You sound I, great.
8: Okay, I had to for a minute. I um, I lost my job back in October. Right. Um, I I got food stamps for one month until my unemployment kicked in, and they kicked me right off.
3: Really? Um, they they kicked you off. They didn't waste no time, did they? Oh
8: yeah, they they kicked me right off. In I mean, I get, <laughs> I'm getting like I'm getting unemployment. Right. And there's so much other assistance everybody keeps telling me I can get, but I don't qualify for anything because I've actually worked.
3: See, that's where you screwed up. You can't work. You can't expect all that. That's the American dream. Don't work. Have the state pay you.
8: You pay into the system for 30 years. You're not going to get crap back. But um, what I really wanted to say is my aunt was on disability for a very long time. She had a lot of of illnesses like, you know, lupus and whatever. Right. And, like, I mean, she she even lived in the housing authority. She, she wasn't making anything, and they were giving her $11 a week.
3: She'd have been better off sneaking in. They'd have probably put her through college.
8: Yeah. I mean, $11 a week. Who the heck is going to live on that? I mean, nowadays, you can't buy eggs on that. But even before... She could probably get bread and eggs or milk and eggs.
3: How the hell can you live on a government cheese? 11 do
8: do, how, like, that's like that's like a slap in the face.
3: That is. That is. And she paid you into know? the system, and that's what they give her, $11 a week. That is. I
8: mean, thank God for local food pantries because, you know.
3: Yeah, and more and more of them now are, are being used. Deb, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5 in your story. Justin is in Lawrenceville on New Jersey 101.5. Justin, what's up?
9: Hey, what's going on? You are. All right. So um, when COVID hit, I was bartending, and um, I got the lowest amount of unemployment because it was mostly cash.
2: Right. So when I
9: filed for unemployment, I want to say with Mercer County, somehow I applied for – I don't even know if it was food stamps. But next thing I know, I got a thing in the mail saying that I qualified for food stamps, and I was making like – I want to say two – two Oh six every month. I had it for about a year. Right. And, um, honestly at first it was kind of like embarrassing because like I've always worked, never had an issue, but you know, being in the restaurant business, we were out of work for such a long time. It was really helpful. Yeah. Um, and then I went back to work and quite honestly, they just kept replenishing my uh, monthly amount. Right. Um, until I would say about it was officially a year. It just stopped. I didn't I didn't like, you know, call them up and say, "Hey, I'm back to work." Because No, uh, you got
3: to get on your feet, right? You didn't go yeah, back right, to work right. and re- go right back to where you were. There's no problem with that.
9: Yeah, no, it was uh like I said, like a little humbling at first, but mm-hmm. um, you know, I think a lot of people were in that situation. I was grateful. Especially in the gig economy. Oh, yeah, I was bust. you know, you bust your butt for 25 years, you get a little hit and mm-hmm. luckily it was there to help me out.
3: Yeah, and you know what? It's hard, then, because you've got to figure out how to live on the $206 a month. And I'm telling you, man, I got, I got a wife and two kids, and $200 is like a bag and a half today. You hardly get anything.
9: And you know what? Some, I don't know. Like I said, I, I keep trying to think back how it happened, but me enrolling through Mercer County somehow, it got me in um, uh, food stamps, but it also got me, like, PSE&G. Like, I don't think I had a PSE&G bill for like eight months.
3: You may want to quit your job, Justin. <laughs> this, I know, it a was a good deal. It, I
9: was telling people like I actually benefited from it. Yeah, really? And, um, yeah, like PSE&G was like put me on some program all through Mercer County. I applied for one thing and it got me in, in like all these uh, programs. And I mean, I'm like, you know, a hard working guy. I wasn't like, you know, depending mm-hmm. on this my whole life. And it was, uh, it really helped out.
3: This was your reward for all that hard work. Justin, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1 800 283 101.5. Have you ever been uh, involved with the food stamp program? Ever collected food stamps? Ever seen food stamp fraud? Your calls. Uh, it's his uh, Fast Traffic. <laughs> Jersey weather is brought to you by the New Jersey Lottery. Live larger with the New Jersey Lottery. Now with Pick 3, there's more to celebrate because more winning tickets earn even bigger prizes. Any winning $1 straight wager is guaranteed a $500 prize. Play Pick 3. You know why? You know why? Because anything can happen in New Jersey. All right. Steve Trevelace, 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. Uh, Like I was saying earlier, uh, last night we were on the air. We found out that uh, Cindy Williams had passed away. If you don't know Cindy Williams, then you did not grow up in the 70s. And if you did grow up in the 70s, then you totally remember this. See, this is when uh, sitcoms had, like, opening themes, long themes that basically told you the entire story of the show instead of, like, three chords or a classic rock song like they do today. Laverne and Shirley was, like, the number one show for about eight years, from 1978 to 1983. Uh, It was a spin-off of Happy Days and Cindy Williams, uh co-starred with Ron Howard in uh, Francis Ford Coppola's American Graffiti in 1973. And from that came the idea to do Love and the Happy Days on Love American Style. And from that came the show Happy Days. And from that came that show Laverne and Shirley. And uh, Cindy Williams did a play, uh, her own story, a biographical play called Me, Myself and Shirley. And it was last year, April 23rd, 24th at the Bucks County Playhouse. Last night we played an excerpt of her talking about Happy Days and uh, Laverne and Shirley and all that. But she tells a story, a Jersey story that you're only going to hear here now hi Cindy how are you?
5: I'm great Steve how are ya
3: you? you know I can't believe it. I'm talking to you you know I grew up watching you uh, first of all uh, you have a great Jersey story which I hear uh, Is this going to be told into me myself and Shirley
5: it's not told in me, myself, and Shirley, but I—I I should. It involves Ron Howard and Sissy Spacek, and I do have Ron in the show in uh-huh. some clips, but I didn't. Uh, I don't tell this story about my bronze uh, and mine and Sissy's adventure in from in Vineland, New Jersey.
10: Vineland, what happened?
5: Well, we were doing a movie of the week called The Migrants with Cloris Leachman, Ed Lauder, and Ron, myself, and Sissy. And we got the van one night. Uh, We had the night off, the day off. And so Ron and I wanted to go for a drive because we'd never been to New Jersey before either of us. (laughs) Okay. Sissy wanted to go. Sissy wanted to go, but she was really tired. And she sat in the back and kind of laid down. And uh, we headed toward Atlantic City. <laughs> and uh, we got to Atlantic City and ended up in some area, finally, that, uh, where there was, we pulled up into a parking space, and it was the Laboo Lodge. The Laboo Lodge. The Laboo Lodge. Totally met the Laboo Lodge, and we were totally mesmerized by that. And then we we figured we'd better get back home, uh-huh. and we quickly got lost, and so we're out in the woods, it seemed like, and we find this um, bar, this pub, whatever it was, right. and uh, it, had, it we pull up in the driveway, and these guys come shooting out the door, and they're having a big argument. All we wanted to do was ask. Ask for directions back to Vineland. Anyway, we, we we got out of the car and we both just looked as innocent as we could, and we said, "Excuse us could could you kindly tell us where how to get the vine back to Vineland?" <laughs> and they stopped what their little fist fight, right. and they um and they they told us, you know, you go out here, you make a left and then you make a jug handle at the first turn. You make a jug handle and then you travel and you're gonna pick up in whatever highway it was and we're we're nodding our heads and we get back into the car and we go out of the parking lot and I said, and Ron turns to me and says, so what's a jug handle? I said, I have no idea. So we just, I said, I guess it's a handle on a jug. Anyway, Sissy was found asleep in the back seat this whole time and I have a picture of her somewhere sleeping back there. But we made it home, and that was our adventure from uh, Vineland to Atlantic City and back again with the LeBou Lodge and whatever that, um, that bar was. Whatever
3: that, which shall remain nameless, and, and now you know what a jug handle is, Right.
5: Now we know, Ron and I know what a jug handle is. We should have schooled Sissy right. uh, in that when she woke up, but we didn't. So it was, uh, it, but it's, you know, I was amazed that New Jersey was such a beautiful, it's called the Garden State, right? Yeah,
3: absolutely.
5: And and because there are many beautiful gardens and, and, uh, and shrubbery in New Jersey. <laughs> you know, when people think of New Jersey, no, really, Steve, mm-hmm. when people think of New Jersey who've never been there, they think a city, a bustling city and lots of uh drama going on, which there is, but they don't think of it as you know, these beautiful farms and just beautiful countryside. And um Yeah. Now you're producer of a lot of food.
3: Sure, absolutely. The best food, Cindy, you're gonna love it. The best food comes from New Jersey. Have him bring it over to Bucks County. You're gonna love it.
5: Okay, I'll do that, Steve.
3: Cindy Williams uh passed away yesterday, at seventy five years old, uh brief illness, seventy five, so young, and this was from last year. And uh what I what I wanna do here is last night we talked about the sitcoms that just made you laugh no other reason you're not getting a social message they just made you laugh what i want to know now let's uh, see if we can do this uh who are your favorite television friends like laverne and shirley you know, you watch the friends on television, and you're like, God, I wish I had a best friend like that. Because television, like the television best friends, and we we do have best friends like that. But when you watch it on television, like Fred and Barney, I'm going back now, right? Laverne and Shirley. And she tells uh, in the interview, which you can see at nj1015.com, where she talks about uh, the arguments. Because said her and Penny Marshall were both Italian, and they used to go at it. And the walls were thin. And she said that Happy Days uh, had a party. And at the party, part of the entertainment was the party, was the cast of Happy Days doing an imitation of them putting glasses to the wall of the Laverne and Shirley show so they could hear the two of them scream at each other. Because it did not end well with Laverne and Shirley. But Laverne and Shirley were two of the best friends on television. Who are your favorite television friends?
11: When I was a kid, I was obsessed with the show Perfect Strangers. And I wanted to be Balky Bartokomus' best friend. (laughs) And I love that show. And and when I was a kid, I I swore, I'm like, yeah, Balky's going to be my best friend.
3: I had no idea that he did not really speak like that.
11: <laughs> yeah, I, th- I wish I could remember the country they said he was from. Uh, I can't remember. I think it was like a, um, like Andy Kaufman. Uh, yeah, how like He a- said he was from uh, what was Latka. Latka. Latvia. Right. Right. Said he. Uh, I forget the country. Even he said he was from. But anyway,
3: and I, I didn't realize I saw him on a Law and Order. He played a serious <laughs> part. Oh, he's oh, not guy. Yeah. Like yeah,
11: that. Yeah, wow.
3: yeah. Yeah. Oh, that you cannot do it like that <laughs> something <laughs> like that. And Mark Lynn Baker yes. was the other guy hmm yeah. yeah,
11: who was just on Broadway in uh, Music Man with Hugh Jackman. Really? Yeah. You and know, I can tell you all about it. You know, uh,
3: really, It's <laughs> yeah. you know amazing is how many times throughout civilization, through the beginning of television and before, mm-hmm. they have done The Odd Couple. Oh, my God! We could do an hour of how many different Odd Couples have there been. Yeah, we could. Those two, Frasier and Niles, mm-hmm. Oscar and Felix. Oh, yeah. Trev and Chad, 830. <laughs> <laughs> now the latest new jersey I mean, 101.5, steve trevelis all right cindy williams passed away yesterday you know her as shirley uh, i want to know your favorite tv friends not like the show friends i mean like uh... television friends friendships on television laverne and shirley could there be two people with tighter lucy and ethel the next generation laverne and shirley the show ran for like eight years, sat at number one, the reruns go on forever, uh, took place in Milwaukee, could have easily taken place in New Jersey. But when you see those kind of relationships, who were your favorite television friends? Who were the two people you really enjoyed watching on television? Like I was saying to Chad, you know, he's talking about Balky Bartakamoose and Perfect Strangers. How many versions of The Odd Couple? Like for me, I would have to go Oscar and Felix. I mean that's one version and when you really think about how many different versions of the odd couple have been done and how brilliant Neil Simon was to write that where it's just two obvious characters two obvious contrasting characters that have been done since television and movies began right when you think about it right Charlie Harper and Alan Harper there's the odd couple they even did a TV guide shoot with Charlie Sheen dressed like Oscar uh, with the baseball cap, uh, you know, turned around, the Met cap turned around on the back of his head. Uh, and uh, uh, John Cryer doing Felix. Frazier and Niles, another version of the odd couple. But uh, they were brothers. Who were your favorite television friends? I put it on Facebook as well. Give me a call, one 283 1015 Of course, the obvious, Ralph Cramden and Ed Norton. You know, they, they just supplemented each other so well. They filled out the other half of funny. And that's the best way to put it. You know, the two friends who fill out the other half of funny, they complete the joke. It's almost like one character would be the setup and the other character would be the punch. Right? And there's Abbott and Costello. 1-800-283-101.5 Seinfeld. Claims to have been modeled after Abbott and Costello. And there you got, you know, Jerry and George. They would have to be Jerry and George. But if I said to you, your favorite television friends, you know, and you sit there and you watch, I wish I had a friend like that. And when you really examine your life, you find out that you do. Uh, I have many. I'm lucky. And I hope you are too. 1-800-283-101.5. Uh... I'm looking at some of what's given me on Facebook. I, don't really, I really don't want to say him because I want you to say him. Eddie's in Spring Lake on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Eddie.
12: Hey, how you doing?
3: Good, buddy. How are you?
12: All right. I got a good sitcom for you. Uh, do you remember Rerun? Raj and Dwayne? Yeah. What's happening? There you go.
3: Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. See, it's those kind of relationships.
13: And they
12: also had the they brought in uh the musical town I think they had like chicago or thirty eight special they had they brought in people on the show,
3: yeah, you know what I saw an episode of the a team last week uh I forget what one of those decades or one of those channels and uh they were the a team was set it was out to protect Rick Springfield <laughs> the, <laughs> Now, I know my friend Ricky Ricardo, who's been on the show, used to hang and travel with Rick Springfield. He didn't need no protection from the A-team, but that was funny. Eddie, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Come on, give me your favorite television friends. You know, the the duos, the, the friendships that you see on TV, sitcoms, or even dramas. Who are the ones? You know, we talk about Jordan, George and Jerry. Andy Griffith and Barney Fife is another one here. Uh, Blair and Joe from The Facts of Life. You watch them. Maybe you're even jealous of those friendships. SpongeBob and Patrick? 1-800-283-101.5. David and Goliath? Get a little uh, little like, uh, it's either early Sunday morning or someone's going to church. Uh, But what have you got for me? Chrissy says Brenda and Kelly from 90210. Dylan and Brandon, too. But... The TV best friends, like Laverne and Shirley, like Oscar and Felix, like Potsy and uh, Richie from Happy Days, or Richie and Fonzie from Happy Days. Because, you know, it started off, Richie and Potsy, and then uh, Henry Winkler just uh, so dominated with the Fonzie character, they were going to give him his own show, and he was smart enough not to take it. But every sitcom character has a best friend. And those best friends get immortalized. They complete the sentence. They complete the funny. So who are your favorite TV best friends? 1-800-283-101.5. Go on what I got here. uh, Bubba says Larry David and Leon Black. Uh, Blair, Richie, and the Fonz. Cramden, Norton. Ren and Stimpy. Okay. Uh, Tinky Winky and Lala. Okay. Uh, let's see. Then we're going, my three sons are getting a little old here, right? Let's talk to Robert in Pennsylvania on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Robert.
13: Hey, Steve, how are you?
3: I'm good, pal. How are you?
9: Good, good. What do you got for me? So I was thinking of uh, Stewie and Brian from Family Guy. Oh,
3: I love it. I love it. Stewie and Brian. That's a really good one. I like it. What do you like about him?
9: Yeah, it's that whole, you know, like some dogs and babies in real life. <laughs>
3: yeah, that is the. If not the, you know what, you gotta see. Are you a Seth MacFarlane guy?
7: Oh yeah, yeah. Have,
3: have you seen a million ways to die in the West?
7: Oh
9: yeah, laughed my ass off at that.
3: Oh my God, it's like Blazing Saddles, the next generation. I loved every minute of it. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Robert, thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. All right, hold on. 1-800-283-101.5. You tell me, your favorite television partners, and I'll tell you, have you ever heard anyone say this? I can't tell you how much weight I've gained since I can't do the things I used to do. Or this pain is holding me back from my walk, my run, my activities. Well, it's time to finally do something about it and get back to doing what you love. Trinity Rehab can help. Trinity Rehab is unlike any place you have ever tried, no prescription, needed, same-day appointments, fast results. Trinity Rehab can actually fix the pain instead of masking it or not doing anything but making you feel loopy or drowsy like other places. Call Trinity Rehab at 800-518-0977 or go to trinity-rehab.com. Be sure to ask about their EPAT therapy. It's cutting-edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue, enhances healing, frees you from pain fast. In fact, most patients see results in three five-minute sessions. And no prescription is needed to get started trinity rehab has dozens of locations in new jersey and pennsylvania like their newest ones in woodbridge flemington toms river and Wall. so you know there's one near you for more details visit trinity-rehab.com that's trinity-rehab.com jersey radio steve trevelis 1-800-283-101.5 cindy williams passed away 75 years old a brief illness Shirley from Laverne and Shirley. And uh, you go to NJ1015.com, you'll see the uh, post I wrote about her when she was on the show last April pushing me, myself, and Shirley, a play she was doing at the Bucks County Playhouse. And uh, in honor of Shirley, of Laverne and Shirley, who are your favorite TV friends? 1-800-283-101.5. Tom is in Trenton on New Jersey 101.5. What you got for me, Tom? Tom, you there? Hello, Tom. I'm here. Oh, okay. You, you got to talk on the phone, Tom. It's not enough that you're there. We appreciate it, but you got to talk to
14: me. <laughs> My son wanted me to call in. He was like, hey, Daddy, how about Pokey and Gumby? Pokey and Gumby? <laughs> of all
3: the television friends, I love it. What made you come up with those two? Well,
14: um, I grew up watching them through the 80s, and I know they go back to the 50s. Yeah. 50s, 70s, but I showed every episode to my two boys.
3: Oh, how about that?
14: I would about, watch that before we go to bed.
3: They were like the, the Claymation, right? Yeah. Good stuff. Now, what, made, what got you into Gumby and Pokey?
14: I well, I watched in the '80s, and I think it was sort of like a like a trend back in the '80s—the Gumby shirts and things like that.
3: Uh, that's because Eddie Murphy started the I'm Gumby, damn it.
14: Right, right. <laughs> SNL, yeah, Eddie Murphy, but also it has, it has nice stories, really good stories for kids. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they were really good. I remember yeah. them. And they were short, fifteen minutes. Uh, you know, fifteen minute stories. We mm-hmm. watch them with the kids. Did you
3: buy yeah. your kids Gumby? Did you buy a flexible Gumby? Yeah,
14: I did buy them the Gumby uh, toys as well—the whole lineup: Pokey, Gumby. Who else is on there?
3: Uh, I think that's—I no. I don't remember. I know all I know is Gumby and Pokey. I know there were other characters in the deal. Nopey,
14: Nopey. No, that's yeah, Nopey. Oh yeah, Nopey the dog. Nopey the oh. dog. What was the sister's name. What was Gumby's sister's name? You got me. <laughs> Nick, you guys remember the G- Gumby characters? Who is the elephant's name? <laughs> well, anyway, my kids enjoy it. I'm, I'm
3: googling it now while I'm talking to you. Hold <laughs> on. All right, we got to get the Gumby the Gumby characters here. Uh, yeah, all right, you there's
14: had one out there who's from the '80s era. Gumby, young Henry, great
3: Professor Cap,
14: Professor Goo, Cap, Goo, yeah. Goo, 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 Minga, Inga. Yep, Prickle, Goo, Inga. Prickle? <laughs> Prickle. Yep. Prickle. All
3: right. He must have been the pickle, right?
14: <laughs> yeah. but I recommend it. Who else? The Blockheads. That's and right. The, 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 the Blockheads.
3: Heads. The Blockheads. All right, Tom. Good <laughs> stuff. How old are your sons yeah, now?
14: I, I definitely recommend it for your kids if you're just looking for old-fashioned, uh, good, good, wholesome uh, you know, shows that teach... Nice things. Really good show.
3: All right, I'll tell you. I my kids. Uh, my kids are now sixteen. But when my son I was telling the story before, when my son Albert was four years old, he couldn't sleep one night, and I showed him a videotape, a VHS tape of uh, uh, um, the, 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 the Tweety and Sylvester. And he proceeded to laugh his ass off and show his brother and change their lives forever. Uh, because the cartoons today suck. Let's go to Keith in Princeton on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Keith.
6: Hi, uh, Steve. Great topic tonight. Um, I would say my go to would have to be Sheldon and Leonard from Big Bang Theory. Nice. Nice. And you know what? Are you watching Night Court? Uh I haven't watched Night Court yet but I understand Melissa Rauch is very good.
3: She's fantastic. She is fantastic. It's hysterical. She's from Marlboro, you know.
6: Uh I didn't know that.
3: Yeah, she's from Marlboro. Big Bang Theory's a good one. Kevin is in Asbury on New Jersey 101.5. Hey Kevin. Hey Steve. How you doing?
15: I'm going with Fred Flintstone and Barney Rubble. Ah, Classic.
3: I love it. I love it, Fred. And who are they molded after? Who are they modeled
14: after? The Honeymooners, of course.
3: There you go. Hello, Fred. Remember the one where Fred doesn't want Barney to see him, and he's like mowing the lawn, and all of a sudden you see Barney. Hello, Fred. Alan Reed played. Absolutely. I love it. love that, guys. Good stuff. Andrew's in Flemington. Who you got for me, Andrew? Hi, steve uh Thanks for taking my call, as always. Anytime. Oh, man. So, yeah, I was thinking about mentioning
16: what's happening to people. I think I took my thunder. But if we're doing comics, uh, cartoons, I got one for you. You're going to love this one. Go ahead. Topcat and any of his friends. Danny Ball. When he would see the cop, what did say every morning when he saw the cop?
3: What's that? Officer Dibble. Good, good morning, officer dribbles. <laughs> I know you're up to something. Yeah, that's exactly it. Good stuff. Thanks for the call, the New Jersey 101.5. All right, pizza bowl coming up, big guys in the studio.
0: Not New York, not Philadelphia. For the Garden State's most reliable weather forecasts, count on Chief Meteorologist Dan Zero. Weekdays on New Jersey 101.5. XW Trenton WKXWHD. I'll get you through the night. It's alright.
3: It's
5: alright.
0: All right. all right, here we go.
3: Getting you through tonight, Steve Trevellyes, hanging in the studio with Johnny C. Now uh, you're the Jersey Roots Facebook guy. Is that you? Got to grab that microphone
17: and talk into it, Johnny C. You yes. started the Jersey Roots. I did. I did. Yes. Uh, uh, me and a couple other co-founders. Uh, Little over, two, little close to two years now. Really?
3: I see you on Facebook all the time, and I see the pictures that you post, and I'm, I'm getting involved with more and more of these like Facebook pages with the cool pictures, like uh, down the shore things that aren't there anymore. Yes. Freeholds got one now. You Jersey roots, and yes. you got seventy-five thousand followers That's already. Seven, Seventy-seven, actually. Seventy-seven thousand followers. Yeah. You got to talk into the microphone, big guy. <laughs> it's radio, by, you know, and the whole class can't see you, you know. In fact if you want to stand up because you can just, okay, okay. Now, now sit down sit down it's go. easier that way big guy mattson is here steve o commissioner of jersey pizza joints the big steve the big guy <laughs> I, now now let me get back to this. so
17: now so now how did this begin jersey roots you know it's funny uh, i grew up in north jersey I uh, grew up in Cedar Grove. My father's still up there. Okay. And uh, he's actually coming to the Pizza Ball. Good, Uh, good. Papa C. And I moved down to Tom's River, Jersey Shore, 20 years ago. Right. And uh, you know what? I ran into a lot of people from North Jersey talking about the old neighborhood. Yeah. I got a dear friend, Joe Amore. He's a mentor. Great. Right, man. You know, I met Sinatra, everything. We're sitting in his kitchen, and we're talking about, you know, he's not a Facebook guy, and we're saying, you know, I want to make a page and unite people throughout New Jersey. Talk about the old neighborhoods. You know, the, everything about Jersey. And nice. We need something positive for our state. And the idea came, and before you know it, we had members joining from throughout the country, especially Florida. The people uh, miss okay. Jersey. Oh, my <laughs> God. Florida. I got to tell you, I do, I do comedy. I talk about Union City in my act.
3: And invariably, after every show, somebody will come up to me, where, where, what, what street? You, oh, did you know this yeah, guy? Did you know yeah. that
18: guy? It's universal. Union City was Camelot growing up, right? You know, big guy. Yeah, my family is actually from 1612 Kennedy Boulevard. Yeah, Just a short walk to two guys, if you remember. I know exactly. I know two, two guys. guys. Department <laughs> store, which was Mecca
3: for a kid. Oh, yeah. My, uh, I get a call Sunday. I'm watching the AFC Championship game, and I get a call from uh, four of my friends from Union City. City. What is it? You're hosting the pizza bowl? You didn't get his tickets? I do not have no pizza bowl. I was like, we go all the way back, right? All those years. And uh, they knew about the pizza bowl. And uh, the pizza bowl is going to be this Friday, this Sunday. February 4th. Uh, it's actually I'm Saturday. sorry, Saturday. What, yes. Where's my head today?
18: That's a this thing. Saturday, February 4th. Uh, it starts at mm. what, what time, noon? Well, hey, it's a long day. We've got to get through five rounds of voting, really four regional rounds. Right. We kick it off at noon. Right. Every attendee is a judge, and I've just released like a small number of general admission for families of some of the participants to come, um, but it's, it's somewhat of a long day. I think the party will kick in about four Right, and probably run, you know, 7 o'clock ish. Now this is at Red's uh, Bar and Restaurant. It's in yeah, you know, in the Meadowlands. In, in Carlstadt. Carlstadt, right next to MetLife Stadium and the old arena and American Dream. It's perfectly located, right off the turnpike. Right. Nice,
3: nice. So now it starts. It's going to start at noon.
18: Now, when you get there, you get your ticket, and the ticket entitles you to eat as well. You get meatballs. You get pizza. Yeah. Hey, no one's going to leave hungry. <laughs> we have literally 250 plus pizzas wow. for probably 400 people, which includes, you know, our, our, our finalists and the helpers that we have to put this big event on. Uh, no one's going to, we have 2000 meatballs. We have like pasta dishes and you know, we have the taste of the Meadowlands where area places around like uh, Natoli's and Benny T's in Hoboken and Ralph's and East Rutherford, they're sending pies to the building on a frequent basis to ensure there's always warm Delicious pizza. Oh my God. That's beautiful. That is beautiful.
3: <laughs> We're not a diet group. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I was telling him I'm going to start a diet endorsement a week after this. I said, I need a week. So I, I cannot do this during Pizza Bowl. I'm going to be the host, and we've got a cast of celebrity judges to beat the band. Guy Matson, big guy, who are the celebrity judges we got?
18: Wow. We have um, the Manjun mayors of the Meadowlands are coming to, whether they're red or blue, they're going to. To agree on the slice that they like. Um, we've got Stephen Baker, the touchdown maker, Super Bowl champ. He'll hand out the trophy at the end. Right. Um, Will he and, spike it? I hope not. <laughs> it's, it's not as doable as Does he do a touchdown Lombardi. dance? Does he... <laughs> you know, we have uh, Ken Rosato from Eyewitness News, Dan Manorino, North Arlington guy, PIX11 News morning anchor, Jim Murdoch from News 12. Um, Jimmy's a good guy. I know, Jimmy. Joe D'Onofrio. And I know were, Joe. <laughs> Joe Donofrio. He was great at the pizza crawl. L- little, l- little uh, Joe Pesci from Goodfellas. He played and, Young you know, Tommy. Hal Slick. Uh-huh. Uh, just an amazing character and a great guy. He's engaging. He's approachable. He's just just a good. Oh, guy. Oh, he's a
3: blast to hang out with.
18: Um, We we also you
3: made sure that you got this thing covered. He invited every television reporter every radio guy This guy's brilliant. He's got Matson. It's Italian for brilliant (laughs) big
18: guy Matson. So so we're gonna get coverage on this thing Um, Yeah, we're gonna get coverage for the right reason the the real celebrities in the room that day are the actual pizza joint owners the meatball participants the small businesses that if they win can truly be life-changing yeah, um, the coverage that they would get from winning. Just think about this: what if South Jersey beat North Jersey, and for the best slice in the state? It's impossible. I, you would think, but <laughs> anything could happen on any given Saturday. That'd oh, be- we're going any given Saturday now. He's doing the Al Pacino speech now. <laughs> okay, um, but you're asking about you know who else would be there? Eddie Bugatti from the Young Rascals. How can I be sure? That was his song. Yeah, that's right. Um, and we have Julia Scotti, which she's amazingly talented, funny as anything. Oh, yeah. Julia's friend of the show. Mm-hmm. She <laughs> so comes she, on all the time. She,
3: she, she, she dropped an F bomb and came out on national television inside of four minutes. Huh.
18: That's a Jersey girl, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah. And a, a newcomer, uh, Talina Kupari, who uh, actually is in the Guinness Book of World Records for the most pizza memorabilia. Really? Uh, Jersey girl. I'm sure she'll come out in full regalia. Is she going to bring all the stuff? <laughs> Shocking right. bags of stuff. She'd have to have a truck. I, I, from I would I've imagine. Seen, really, it, I would imagine. It's pretty extensive. And then the most honored guest of them all is Jack Ohm, Battalion Chief, FDNY. Right. Tunnels to Towers, board member. They do such amazing work. 95... <laughs> Percent of every dollar raised Mm -hmm. goes actually to the charity itself. There's only a five percent admin fee Yeah, this is not about making money. This is about raising money This is about raising some money celebrating small business having a little fun If you haven't noticed a lot of pizza, we have nine years ago this weekend. We had the Super Bowl Yeah in the Meadowlands. We are gonna be the only bowl. Mm-hmm. In the Meadowlands <laughs> on the first weekend of February, nice, uh, and it should be an awful lot of fun. And
3: uh, and you got everything you need, man. You got the pizza, you got the meatballs, right? You got the mozzarella.
18: That's going to be amazing. Well, you know, we also have Aloha Monkey, or
3: Aloha or, Monkey, the uh, official al- band. We're going to play o- the song coming up.
18: The so. official band of Jersey Pizza Joint, mm-hmm. um, but they'll have a band opening up for them called the po- uh, the Pizza Collection. The pizza collection, and let me guess, pepperoni. Is <laughs>
3: pineapple in the pizza collection? Can't be, no ne-
18: pineapple. Never, never, never. 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 They're pineapple outside level trying level. to get in. <laughs> Absolutely. So they're going to be coming in from outside of Philly. They want to participate, and uh, from Philly, huh? they're uh, not going to light the Empire State Building or anything, are they? Uh, or we make yeah. them stand outside. Hey, that was
3: kind of weird. Wasn't yeah, it? I know. What was that about?
18: Who did that?
3: A stupid mayor.
18: <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh,
3: mayor McCheese, I think, did it. All right, <laughs> uh, 1-800-283-101.5. We got Big Guy Mattson. We got Johnny C. We got Jersey Roots Facebook page, Pizza Bowl. Uh, here's what I want to do. Uh, we got two things here. Number one, you want to shout out your favorite pizza delivery boy, one 800 1015 Number two, if you were going to do a Mount Rushmore of Jersey pizzerias, Imagine this, right on the side of Cliffside, you know? You you carve out the Mount Rushmore of Jersey pizzerias. Whose sign should be on that mountain? 1-800-283-101.5. I'm Steve Trevelisse. Here's New Jersey 101.5 Fast Traffic. (laughs) 101.5 Western. 101.5 in Pet Center in Old Bridge, New Jersey, are looking for the Garden State's cutest pet. Send us a photo of your furry best friend. Our grand prize winner gets a $500 gift card to Pet Center thanks to our sponsor, Pet Center, located in the shops at Old Bridge. You got Jersey's cutest pet. Send us your photo on our free app for NJ1015.com today. All right. The Pizza Bowl is going to be uh, this Saturday starting at noon. And Red's Tavern, Bar and Grill, Bar and Cocktail Lounge, Red's. And in here, I got Big Guy Matson. Please. And I got Johnny C. of Jersey Roots. Johnny C. the pizza guy. Johnny C. the pizza guy. Right. The the founder of Jersey Roots. And uh, we got we to start this off. Some people would play the national anthem. Instead, I play Parkway Pauly. Aloha Monkey Ooh. will be there at the Jersey Pizza joints. <laughs> Love this song. This is from. Awesome. <laughs> this should be a hit. In
1: California, the weather is real nice. I went there for a visit and got myself a slice. It was topped with avocado and shredded Brussels sprout. I took one look, I took one bite, then I spit it out. Bada-bing, kiss the ring, I think you get the point. There ain't no better slice than a jersey pizza joint. Bada-bing. I think you get the point There ain't no better slice Than a Jersey Pizza Hey! Then I went down to Florida To see my cousin Matt He said, the pizza ain't that dead Well, I'll be the judge of that The pie came out, it looked okay So I put it to the test I took one bite, spit it out A 3.5 and then Bada-bing, kiss the ring I think you get the point There ain't no better slice than a Jersey pizza joint. I don't think it's the ring. I think you get the point. There ain't no better slice than a Jersey pizza joint. Hey, hey, hey! Land. It's Iamo, Italy The holy grail of pizza Was sure to impress me Well, it was kinda different But I swear on my life I will never, ever Eat my pizza with a fork and knife Never Bada-bing, kiss the ring I think you get the point There ain't no better slice Than a Jersey pizza joint Bada-bing, kiss the ring I think you get my point There ain't no better slice the one. <laughs> the rings,
2: the key.
3: We're all going to be dancing to that on
18: Saturday up at Red's Tavern. I right, Red's Bar. Was it Red's Bar and Grill, Red's Tavern, Red's Cocktail Lounge? Hey, it's actually Red's Restaurant and Bar.
3: Red's Restaurant and Bar. I had two things I had to get this. Okay. Red's
18: Restaurant and Bar. Besides being a really cool, open sports bar, they do major events. They yeah. have outdoor tents. They, they're they actually annexed parking for MetLife Stadium. So, there's a shuttle that runs back and forth on game day, whether it be green or blue, uh, but it's it's just a perfect venue for.
3: For the, you know, the Pizza Bowl.
18: For the Pizza Bowl, exactly. It's Pizza Bowl headquarters. How about that? Right. All right, and now we've got, so now, how does this work? So you go
3: in, you buy your ticket, yep. and you walk in, and you get, like, how does this work? you get coupons or what?
18: For no, pizza? No, no. What do you do? So we, we scan everyone in through Eventbrite. It's the only mechanism to control how many tickets are out there. We don't want to be overloaded, and we want to make sure that we uh, pay tunnels to towers for every attendee in the building, Right. Uh, participating attendee. Uh, they get scanned in they get their credentials which i have just given you the official first vip credential for uh, pizza ball i got the second
3: putting it over my Pizza Ball
18: (laughs) t-shirt there's actually different colored lanyards in groups of 50. oh yeah so if they have let's say you know a, a certain color um we'll ask them to sit and vote first they get four slices of pizza four golf ball sized meatballs They pick the color plate that they like the best. Right. They fill it into a scorecard. They hand it to our official scorer, Adam. He's a CFO of a mid-sized company here in New Jersey. Uh, He tallies it up, announces the color number. Johnny C. the Pizza Guy, my kitchen capo. Yes, kitchen capo. Comes out and tells what that color was. So he is the only person to know what pies are coming out. And we have the same person upstairs for the meatball part. They so they, the pizza they're eating, they don't know what it is. Just they go. don't know the region. Oh, they don't. They know. just voting. This is brilliant. Huh? A color plate thing. That's right. Okay. And then we'll have excess pizzas uh, around, but we'll most importantly we augment that with taste of the Meadowlands, where you know the area places are just throwing pies at us to keep us fed. Uh, Whenever whatever's left over, you know, some people will take, and yep. it's it's really going to be a it's kind of a carnival like. So you take it buys your food. Uh yeah yeah it, I mean it's a cash bar right um, we don't you know it's purely the food side right it's the entertainment side right uh, we've got a DJ upstairs DJ Ralph mm-hmm. uh we've got fresh mozzarella makers oh my two god. of them that's oh my god two of that's them that's where I'll be. We've got Annabella's House of Mozzarella. You got Annabella's House of Mozzarella. <laughs> it feels like a Saturday night. <laughs>
3: Sounds like skin. a World War II memory. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget the night at Annabella's uh, yeah. House of Mozzarella. Yes.
18: And you'll especially like Vinnie's Muts. Oh yeah. Vinnie's Mutz and Lenhurst. Oh, uh, Lenhurst knows good Muts.
3: Absolutely. Nice. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, now, now, so, so now we got. So you're gonna get the Muts. You're gonna get the meatballs. You're gonna get the pizza. You're not gonna leave hungry. And this is the pizza bowl. Uh, reds. Bar and restaurant. Restaurant and bar. Restaurant and bar. Red's restaurant and bar. Uh, Saturday, 3 o'clock, up in beautiful Calstad, by the Meadowlands, by the American Dream. And you know, uh, it's if, going to be if,
18: amazing. If, if I could just correct it, it kicks off at noon. It kicks off at noon. And it runs all day because there's five rounds. Oh, okay. So all the judges are asked to arrive, you know, 12, 1 o'clock. Um, they are, they're welcome to come and go as they please. They've got the credential; they can get back in. Um, but the real party of it, the final, if you will, we anticipate you know in that five five thirty time frame, give or take. Right. And then once that's concluded, uh, you know, the hoisting of the pizza bowl trophy, handed out by Stephen <laughs> Baker, the touchdown. How about right? that? <laughs> and okay. uh, we could all go our merry way. But it should be a really fun day. Hopefully our group and, you know, the small mom and pops that, you know, get a little value out of being on JPJ, if they can, you know, throw in a couple of bucks. We're not asking for them to break the bank. Yes. Uh, anyone else, $11 or so mm-hmm. or under. Um, any Anything helps. All right. A good time shall be had by all. It is 930. Now, the latest New Jersey
3: news. 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevely's Pizza Bowl 3 this Saturday, February 4th, starting at 12 noon at Red's Restaurant and Bar in beautiful Carlstadt, New Jersey. The only bowl going on. It is absolutely the heart of the Meadowlands. It's the neighborhood. Man, remember when it was the neighborhood when they put all this stuff up? Big guy, Mattson is here. Now, you're the commish, right?
18: Ah, hey, I'm just the boss of the crew. The boss it. with the sauce. Yes, he's the boss. He's the boss. And you got the capo over I'm here, Johnny C. Capo. He's kitchen the kitchen capo. capo. Johnny C, the pizza
17: guy. And Johnny C, the pizza See, guy. a picture, Steve, this is Johnny C, six years old, in the kitchen. Look at you. You know, I mean, that's why I'm the kitchen capo. All right. Right? going to hey, keep that kitchen in line, guy, I promise. Do you throw the dough? I don't throw the dough. I, I'm done making pizza. I just eat it. That's oh, okay. That's all. all right. You're
18: hey, tired. You really have to see him. Think about it. 16 pizza places coming through the kitchen each at a time, making six pies. He's choreographing the people to prep the pie, get ready while the baker's baking. And once the bakery is
17: done, really? the next group comes in. He controls that chaos. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And I'm an honest guy. I'm an honest banker. I'm a banker by day and a pizza critic by night. So that's, that's my goal here is to be honest. I control which pizza's coming out on the colored plates. Uh-huh. And uh, listen, uh, I even get a couple of tastes here and there, too. So, when they ask you for the dough, do you get confused? <laughs> when they ask for the dough, do you put your hands up? Give me your dough.
3: No, no, it's the pizza place. I made a pizza. mistake. Vince is in Bergen County on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Vince.
13: All right. I love this crew. I've been to the Pizza Bowl in the past. Uh-huh. I can't go this weekend. I'm in the Army Reserves, but let me just say. All right. Because- uh, I'm a veteran of the global war on terrorism. You know, what these guys do, first of all, it's a brilliant concept. This is so it really is. unique to New Jersey. But what they do for Tunnels to Towers, you know, those of us that live in this Meadowlands area, we're probably the most patriotic citizens of the united states because we were all impacted by september the 11th and what this crew does to raise money to be a blessing to the families and you know raise the money for tunnels to towers so even though i can't be there you know i'll be on army reserve duty literally but thank you
18: for your service yes thank you
3: vince thank you we should we should send him a care package
13: Keep up the great work, and God bless you guys, and God bless America.
3: God bless America. Thank you. you. God bless you, Vince. God bless America. God bless you. And God bless Marcello from uh, somewhere in New
18: Jersey. Hi, Marcello. How are you? (laughs) Hey, guys. What's going on? Hey. Hi, Marcello. Marcello, how you doing? It's Johnny C. All good, my friends. Man, so where are you, Marcello. Um, right now, I am
12: inside of Grumpy's Pizza Co., located in Saddlebrook, New Jersey.
18: Oh, okay. Home of Uncle Floyd. Uh, yeah, Uncle Floyd is from, but but Grumpy's is a great uh, great story. They made it into the finals of Pizza Bowl for North Jersey against some really uh, perennial powerhouses. They're only a year old. The young couple just recently got married. Um, they, they, they have the passion. Uh, they got the vote out in a short period of time and and i'm just these are the types of stories the big places don't need more business they've got it right but the small mom and pop guys that are just getting going and these guys are young a young couple mom and pop it, that's the story that's the yeah. fiber of new jersey Mm-hmm. That's true. Marcello that's great all right, so right you're going to be there saturday you guys. yeah i appreciate that i mean i'm right here with my
12: wife nicole uh, she's here on the phone. You say hi, babe.
5: Hi,
3: guys. <laughs> hey, Nicole. How are you?
5: Good, good.
12: <laughs>
3: All right, get oh, ready. God. now do you throw the dough? <laughs> I don't
5: throw the dough. Marcelo throws
3: the dough. Marcelo <laughs> throws the dough. Right, there yeah, you go. Very good. <laughs> there you go. You <laughs> catch the dough when he Me, sends no, it no, over no, there. And the dough is there you go. <laughs> All right, kiddo, We'll see you Saturday. One 1015 eighty three one oh one point five. We're talking pizza ball with Frankie in South Plainfield on New Jersey one oh one point five. Frankie.
16: Hey guys, how you doing? Great event. We gotta you know, second everybody, great charity, you know. It's a beautiful thing. It's Jersey.
3: Thank you. We can't wait. We can't wait.
16: wait. Yeah. Forget about it. Is there still tickets available and no, everything's gone?
18: No, uh-huh. oh, we get you in. You know people. Yeah. I got a guy. Hey, so, <laughs> so, so, so to be clear, we have about 58 tickets left. And oh, once right, we're, on done, we're done, we're done. There's no at the door. So if you to yeah. come on board, yeah. please do. You, you, can't, you just, can't bribe you your way in with dough. We got a banker here. So, yeah, you know. It's honest. it has got enough.
16: Okay, I got to give you my, my uh, Mount Rushmore. Yes. The North Jersey guys ain't going to like this. <laughs> okay.
3: What do you got for me?
16: I got Brooklyn Boys Damn. in Edison.
3: Brooklyn Boys in Edison, okay.
16: The Galley in Asbury, mm-hmm. which I think they were heard in the Monmouth County Division last year. Excellent, they are. Yes. yes. Okay. He's a former uh, well, ship captain and stuff, you know, or, you know, boat captain. Robbinsville, the oldest continuous pizza place in America, 1912, Papa's. Yes. Papa's, amazing. It's okay. that Chambersburg. Oh, the
18: Berg fun. stuff, the real pizza.
16: Yeah. Okay. And the other thing down in Hopewell. Nomad Pizza. They're in Philly now too.
17: Nomad Pizza. Uh, nomad. Yeah, you know Nomad. I don't. I, I haven't don't. been, Frank. And I, that's. We go on the road. I need recommendations. That's they, great.
16: They cook out of a, a 1928 or something. Rio speedwagon, <laughs> really? <laughs> In the back of the, the wagon. I love that. We do private events.
3: Oh, it's it's tremendous. Can't fight that feeling anymore. Gotta have a pizza. <laughs> That's the Mount Rushmore. See Frankie with some thought into this. Good stuff, Frankie. Good yeah. stuff. You coming? Yeah, all right. Um, if I can get a ticket, yeah, I got to go online.
18: Go online. Give me the, the address. Give them the if website. Online, it'll
16: take me about two hours to get
18: on. <laughs> no, it'll be quick. Eventbrite. Yeah. Uh, uh, Eventbrite. Pizza Bowl, yeah. Tunnels for to Towers, yeah. and it'll
16: come right see up. Steve those I'm, I'm a
3: postcard guy. <laughs> That's all right. You can do it, Frankie. I'll see you Saturday. one 800 1015 you Mount Rushmore of Jersey Pizzas. Joe is in Belleville on New Jersey 101.5. Just how are you?
15: Hello, Steve, Guy, and Johnny. I want to kudos to everybody for organizing this tremendous event. I'm finally able to attend. I had prior plans, the first two bowls.
18: The first two bowls, Joey. I pizza think, bowls. I don't think I know
17: you, but I'm looking forward to meeting you, Joe. I can't you wait to see I you. I wrote him a good good note. Guy Johnny knows me. Love you, Joe. Can't wait to see you. What's your what's your t- top place in Belleville right now on Washington Avenue?
15: My top, I have. We we love Algeries on Union Avenue, I but I, but La Cecilia's pizza is delicious too.
17: That's where I was going. Yeah, yeah.
15: I know where you were going, and I, and and I went there.
17: I love you, Joe. I can't. I can't wait to see you on I Saturday. That. Well,
15: all right, you mentioned Uncle Floyd. You check it out. I was with Uncle Floyd Thursday night at a benefit dinner. You'll see me playing my kazoo. He sang with me <laughs> during the cocktail hour.
18: A kazoo band.
15: Paul Marzano. Yeah, I play a little kazoo. All right, there we go. You like the
18: Flintstones? Wow! Yes, it is. Bring in my so kazoo.
15: I expect to be up there with the Aloha monkey.
3: He's going to be doing Joey's Got Talent on Saturday over oh, at uh, Red's Restaurant Steve, and Bar. Yeah,
15: Steve. Yeah, not to throw bouquets at myself. I'm I'm a I'm a teacher. Okay. I was in I was on Wheel of Fortune, and after that, I did two promos for ABC, Eyewitness News, really. And, Yes, and good morning, America, back in 2014. I'm excited to see Ken Rosado because he came to my school for me to read to our children. What a great learning, uh, mm. Read across America.
3: That's nice. That is yes. nice. All right, Joe, we'll see you on Saturday. 1-800-283-101.5. We're talking pizza ball. We're talking Mount Rushmore of pizzas. What do you got? All Jersey. Time to be bold and get cold. Join New Jersey 101.5's Big Joe Henry and Special Olympics New Jersey for the Seaside Polar Bear Plunge. Jump in the ocean with thousands, freezing for a reason, Saturday, February 25th. All the details are on our free app at nj1015.com. The Seaside Polar Bear Plunge with Special Olympics New Jersey, only from New Jersey 101.5. All right. Steve Trevely with Big Guy Matson, hey. Johnny C. Right. Johnny C. the pizza guy. Talking Pizza Bowl 3 this Saturday, February 4th, starting at 12 noon at Red's Restaurant and Bar in Carlstadt. Johnny C. the pizza guy. Johnny C. the yes, pizza guy. Yes. He organizes the pizza. He's, he's the guy that makes the dough spin. Yeah. Man, he actually he gets him out there. He's the kitchen copo. The kitchen yes. copo. Yes.
17: It's, it's a great name. I love it.
3: All right. When I he's not by day, he's the vice president
17: <laughs> of a bank <laughs> A, a string of banks and a, and a <laughs> at one. night. The kitchen capo, Steve. I got to add real quick. Um, you know, Pizza Bowl's about uniting pizzerias, the hard work, the backbones, small business owners, the economy. Um, last year at Pizza Bowl Two, we raised and gave a beautiful donation to um, the owner and um, you know widow Jocelyn of Naples and Hoboken. Yeah. this beautiful. is a staple place. And uh, Frank Volpe passed passed away. Young, his family affected, and this pizzeria is is a staple in Hoboken. Jocelyn came to Pizza Bowl too. Yep. And JPJ, we raised uh, twenty two hundred bucks. Yeah. Wow. For, and and this is coming up next month, March thirtieth is <laughs> two year anniversary.
18: If you think about it, this man kept his business open in the early days of the COVID. How About that, and unfortunately, big, strong, scrapping guy, and unfortunately, came down with COVID.
2: Oh my got god! Got really
18: terrible. They weren't able to stabilize him, and he passed. Three young boys,
2: mm-hmm.
18: um, beautiful wife, and then that happened. So we raised a couple of dollars, which was just a sentiment, and then they came to. She came to Pizza Bowl and celebrated with us his
17: name and this is going to be another year now and jocelyn's keeping that pizzeria and her family strong in hoboken god bless god bless let's go to debbie and howell on new jersey 101.5
3: hey debbie
5: hey steve how are you good how about you I'm doing good. I'm sitting here and listening. My mouth is watering. Yeah. Hi, Johnny. How are
15: you? You're hungry,
5: eh? How are you doing? I, I'm starving. I just moved from, uh, well, I moved from Howell to Florida. And let me tell you, that pizza is like cement with no. Legos. Um,
18: oh, I know.
5: Oh, you know, it's horrible. Uh, but uh, I, I wish I could come to the event. And I'm just so loving pizza right now and all you guys are doing. and
18: we We will have a slice in your honor, Debbie. Yeah. Oh, hey, my God. Hey, just... hey, Debbie, what do you think it is down there that makes the pizza different than the Napa Valley of pizza New Jersey? The know what? <laughs> I
5: have no, I have no, you know, I lived in Jersey for 20 years, and the pizza was amazing, the food was amazing, and I came, I actually came to see you guys. I make the banners for you. Uh, I, I think it's hanging up in the break room, but oh, huh. I put your face on, <laughs> I've had <laughs> your face on many of the banners for a couple of years, but yeah. Uh, the the pizza is just I don't know what I don't know what it is. is you it think it's water? the water? Is
18: it the water humidity? No,
5: I, I have no idea. But let me tell you, unless you get like a good brick oven pizza, mm-hmm. which you can get here, mm-hmm. but the nice you know fluffy Sicilian slice, they don't of the get it. Sauce and the. They just don't, I don't know what, like, and I leave dumbfounded. I'm like, what? It's so hard. What's so hard? It's the cross. It's the
3: sauce, But, but it's- You know what it is? When, when people move, they talk about, like, like we are uh, third in the nation, and we export population here in Jersey. Everybody wants to move out. Everybody wants to get away. I got a big house in Tennessee, three times what I got. But yeah. they forget what they leave behind yeah, when it comes that. to the food, when yeah. it comes to the civilization. When it, the, the further away you get from New Jersey, the dumber people people get mm-hmm. and they don't get that and now here Debbie goes to Florida and the pizza Debbie sucks. Debbie goes to Florida. Debbie goes to Florida. <laughs> never heard that before. <laughs> now, now
18: Debbie, uh, the,
17: sequel. the winner of Pizza don't Bowl don't go 2. There. Don't yeah. even go there. No, you already went there. You went to Florida of all places. Yeah. De- Debbie, the winner of Pizza Bowl 2, Maruka's, Seaside uh-huh. Heights, you can actually go online and you can actually order and have it delivered, right? Is that yeah. right guy? To Florida. Dave, he throws it from there's, Seaside there's Heights there's, there's all there. the way to Florida. Yeah. I sent one to Louie no. Lombardi from
18: Sopranos and that I
5: resorted anymore. to
18: making my own
3: pizza. I resorted
5: to making oh. well, my own w. dough, my own cheese, because you can't, you just can't get it here.
3: No, you got to make it and then come back up here and enter it in the pizza bowl four. Okay.
5: <laughs> I will.
3: I
18: think
3: wow. I will. There you go. Thanks for the call. 1-800-283-101.5. We're talking Pizza Bowl 3. Bill Spadia.
18: I love New Jersey. And what I'm asking you is to stick with me. And we're going to take the state back.
0: Weekday mornings on New Jersey 101.5. Are you digging in with me? And NJ1015.com. W Trenton. W K X W H D. A-
1: to listen to me whine. About nothing and everything. All I had,
3: wine.
0: That's what we do in
3: Jersey. We wine, we wine because we are, and what we are is going to be Pizza Bowl Three this Saturday, February fourth. Starts at noon at Red's Restaurant and Bar in beautiful Carlstadt. And big guy Matson is here. Yeah. And uh, and uh, the kitchen capo is here, Johnny C the Pizza Guy. All right. Johnny C. On. the Pizza Guy. Johnny C. the Pizza Guy. is he And he's my echo, this guy. And uh, on the line right now we have one of the judges. And uh, this guy, when he's not doing trivia nights, he's singing at Boardwalk Hall. And when he's not singing at Boardwalk Hall, he's letting us know what's going on. I see him many times on the television.
12: Jim Murdoch hey. from News Twelve, what's up, pal? We're Oh, what's going on, guys? A little bit past my bedtime tonight, but a pleasure to be on your show.
3: Oh, it's a pleasure to have you on my show. I see you as I look up on the TV many times. Uh, so so are you were singing at Boardwalk Hall. Tell us about that.
12: Yeah, so I go down there every year, uh, this time of year for the indoor, uh, three quarter midget car races and, uh, been going for about 20 years now and okay. the national anthem singer, they didn't have anybody, so they asked me to do it and I, I filled in on the B team. But uh, apparently it went over quite well. Did all right down there in front of about 5,000 people Saturday night. Pretty that, big thrill to add my name to the list of people who can say they sang at Boardwalk Hall in front of a nearly sold-out crowd. <laughs> really?
3: That's a tough one. That's a four-octave range. Man.
12: That's not easy. <laughs> no. It's, I, had a, I had a little cheat sheet ready on my phone just in case the echo hit me and i lost my place but i didn't need it at all so it went over pretty good
3: all right now jimmy you notice i I was telling big guy before he made sure he got this thing covered he's got every tv station he's got every radio (laughs) station out there this man is brilliant you're a pizza guy from way back right jim murdoch
12: yeah i I grew up in wall township and uh then uh, i started my news career up in northeastern pennsylvania and when when i got a job up in the scranton market i realized hey I gotta stick true to my family roots. I found the most Italian town I could find. And I lived in Pittston. and and it was just it was good because there's a little slice of old forge style pizza up there. And it's it's unique, it's different, but considering what the rest of Pennsylvania has to offer, it's not a bad deal, Mm. but it, it doesn't come close to what we have here. Uh, in New Jersey good thing
3: you stepped up good thing you stepped up now now Jim Murdoch what makes a good (laughs) pizza for you
12: Oh, man, I, I, the, the sauce has to be tangy. Mm. I like a tang in the sauce. Yeah, a little king. And I like a, a bit of a crispy crust. Now, I know on, on Jersey Pizza Joints, on the Facebook group, they posted pictures of burnt pizzas. You know, you it doesn't have, have to be burnt. No, mm. you got to have a little bit of crisp, but the
18: tang in the sauce makes it. Hey, hey, Jim! I think I'm gonna please you with this information. But we had a late scratch in the South Jersey region, and uh, we've got Ricardo's, Brooklyn Original, and Mama's Meatballs. But the fourth one just popped up today, and that's De Lorenzo's. Will be in the house at Pizza. Nice. Park. Oh yeah.
12: Oh, yeah. You know, you know. So I I cover for News Twelve, Mammothocin and Mercer Counties, and yeah. whenever I head out to Trenton to do stuff by the State House out there. I have to call De Lorenzo's or Papa's. I grab a pie on the way home. Nice, well played. It gets a little chilly on 195 on the drive back to Point Pleasant Beach, but I throw it in the oven, 500 degrees for about two minutes, mm. and it's just like it's fresh out of the oven. There. Hey,
17: hey Jim, are you a mustard pie guy? Because you know Delos makes a beautiful mustard, and JoJo's too. I mean, I'm a North Jersey guy. Never had mustard pizza. Now they're starting to make mustard pizza up north. Believe it or not.
12: You know, I tried it. I tried it a couple months ago for the first time. Mm. And I heard about it, mm. so I got I got two pies, I got one mustard, and I got one plain. Mm. And I had a couple people over. I think it was uh, election night right. uh, back in November. Some of my friends came over, and and the mustard pie was the most popular one out of the uh, plain. They both from. Yeah. papas out there, yeah. but that mustard pie had that little bit of
11: zest. Yep. Yeah.
17: Let me tell you, you don't, you see, don't see. it have
12: yeah in the regular plane. You it's don't see it subtle. coming. Yeah.
17: You really just, don't see just it. The, I lose a little credibility when I bring it up sometimes, but the truth is, I have a you know genetically inclined palate to Sicily. A genetically and, uh, inclined palate. I, I do. That's part of why I'm Johnny C the Pizza Guy. Johnny guy. C the, the Pizza Guy. A, you know. So, but uh, let me tell you, you, just think about it. Uh, the, this subtle on the dough, little kick, a little spicy mustard, maybe sauce and cheese upside down. Tomato pie style, and add a little sausage to it. it's nice. some hot dogs. Yeah, yeah, like, some hot dogs. I, you know what? With the mustard. Even, without a doubt. What do you think, right? Without a doubt. You know what surprises me?
3: How come nobody makes a pork roll pizza? How come you don't see that, like, normally on the yeah, menu? You like, mean a Taylor, Taylor ham pizza? Taylor ham pizza, right. Yeah, we are okay, ham. No, yeah. Yeah, I don't understand what pork, nah. pork you, I know. I'm up north. I'm a Taylor ham guy. I grew up with it. But, but you really. you're you
12: Combine the Taylor roll. ham on a hard roll with pizza, though. Now, you gotta keep you got to keep a couple Jersey things Seth. No,
3: no, no, Jimmy. you got to right. put the Taylor ham. I'm surprised, like, you get a pepperoni pizza that they don't do normally a Taylor ham pizza. Yeah, not, yeah. Or a pork roll pizza, <laughs> which is what you originally. That's <laughs> what said. the South Jersey people say, you know? I've mean, never Central. heard of
12: it. Never heard of it. But we got to try it.
3: we got to do this. Yeah. We'll do yeah. this, right? Try we'll it. do like a, you do like Kramer. Maybe you open a pizzeria where you make your own pizza. <laughs> you walk in and they hand you the ingredients. Good idea. All right. All right, Jim Murdoch, get some sleep, man. I can't wait to see you on Saturday.
12: Yeah, we're actually going to do a little preview uh, on the morning show for News 12 on Friday up there. Maybe have a couple of uh, finalists, a couple of past participants, guys putting it all together. But uh, we'll, we'll, we'll give our, uh, our our pizza friends a shout out for the morning show on News 12 coming up on Friday morning up at Red's. Give, some to,
3: uh, give some to Tony Caputo. My friend needs some pizza.
12: Where I, I I think my big boss is coming too to stop by. I think she's going to stop by, she's right. gonna check it out, and then maybe she can bring uh, some the leftovers that I don't finish myself back to the uh, newsroom in Edison for uh, for the rest of the the gang to enjoy. So I'm really looking forward to it. Really, is benefiting a great cause: tunnels to towers. And I think Guy's been wonderful. He lives on the island with me down here, and uh, you know. Ocean County and uh, part-time. And what he did over the, uh, the COVID period, you know, putting a lot of these places on the map, getting people talking, getting the discussion going. Just and absolutely pizza. phenomenal job trying to keep these uh, small businesses open for us. That All right. hey,
18: very, very kind. In fact, I have Nellie's, a new participant uh, in North Jersey that has been substituted for Patsy's. They're going to come down Friday morning at the ripe old hour of 6.30 a.m. to be with you, too. That's no well, easy speaking task.
4: Speaking of that
12: ripe, ripe hour of 6.30, my alarm set to 3.45, so I'm going to check out. And uh, we'll see you guys Friday morning on the TV and Saturday in person. Steve, looking forward to meeting you and a lot of the others and the guests and everybody. We're going to have a great time Saturday.
3: Thank you. Yeah, Thank you, Jeff. Right, it's Jim Murdoch from News 12. Great Let's guy. Get Rob in Brooklyn has been waiting a while on New Jersey 101.5. Robbo.
15: How are you guys? Good. How about you? How you doing? Rob? Hey, I'm good. I'm, I'm in Middletown, New Jersey. I'm Rob Brooklyn. That's my name.
3: Rob Brooklyn. Oh, Brooklyn is your last name.
15: No, not my last name. It's just
3: my fake last name. Oh, it's your, your handle. fake last name. <laughs> yeah. I, I got a guy named Rob Brooklyn. <laughs> what are you, in the program? Yeah, he's Rob uh, Brooklyn, if anyone yeah. should ask. Oh, so, okay. Program,
15: that's for sure. I'm, I'm the owner of Zony's Coal Fire Pizzeria.
18: Oh, okay. Uh, that Rob Brooklyn. Oh yeah, three yeah. three time pizza bowl. Finalist oh yeah for the Jersey Shore yeah. uh, this man used to run the Grimaldis in New York City oh, yeah. moved to Jersey like most good Brooklyn pizziolis do right brought their craft and has proceeded to just dominate that market in a short period of time
17: That's right um, looking forward to your participation this year Rob. Thank you, Guy. Yeah, Rob, Rob, Hi, Rob, Rob. You have a coal oven there, and you. Uh, yeah. How do you prepare for the pizza bowl? It's not like you know. Explain. You have a coal oven, right? You're shoveling it yeah. now, getting ready.
13: <laughs> yes, it's
15: a true coal oven. There's no gas lines. It's old school, and um, Guy lets me bake my pies at my store. And here's here's the deal. This is what I wanted. Uh, you nerd know, Doctor here. You don't you don't cut the pies. Mm-hmm. We we leave them whole. We bring them to the contest, we reheat them, then we cut them, and then we serve them to
17: the judges. That's right. Man. There we go. That's even like Al yeah, A lot
18: of places do feel that their oven is their competitive advantage, That's and i true. heard that with some folks dropping out. But I, what I say is even the Yankees have to play half their games away from Yankee Stadium, Great point. and they or still win. Or they bring win. their
3: bats, though.
18: And their balls. <laughs> and they're balls. And we, and balls, and we got balls. Guys <laughs> ball, taking the bait balls. that time. For the best balls in Jersey trophy, who will win this year? All right, Rob, thanks wait, wait. for the call. I got to hit the traffic.
3: 1-800-283-101.5. Pizza Ball 3 is going to be this Saturday, February 4th, 12 noon. Red's Restaurant and Bar in Carlstadt. Here's past Traffic. All 283
18: 1-800-283-101.5. Jersey Pizza Joints. Jersey Roots! All together in
3: the same studio. That's right. There we go. We got Johnny C, the pizza guy. Jersey Roots, right over there. He's the kitchen capo for the he Pizza is. Bowl Three, it's me. which is this Saturday, uh, February fourth, starting at twelve noon, Red's Restaurant and Bar in Cross And uh, the head guy, the big guy, big guy hey. Matson, is here. How you doing? And uh, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. We're talking uh, the Mount Rushmore pizzas. You go to the Pizza Bowl and you get oh my God, what you get? Mm. Right? You get you get pizza. You get meatballs. A ton of balls. A ton of balls. You got the mozzarella. You're made upstairs yeah. you got you're gonna eat you're gonna eat
18: hey we even have joe nolan joe nolan the traffic guru guy yeah. uh-huh. who actually lives down on the island where i live uh has a shared love but he's the voice of r u football and yeah. the pa announcer of the jets yeah. just a great uh great guy and he was so kind enough to say that he would come
17: amazing
3: so, yeah so yeah, he he's got every television outlet, I'm telling you. Yes, he does. So can you get Joe Nolan to part the traffic?
18: Um, we're going to need police uh, we do have police and fire. Police and runs. fire so to we part have the... fire th- trucks and oh, okay. flags
3: and okay. Let's go to Adam and TNAC on New Jersey 101.5. Hey Adam.
10: Hey, how you doing? Good. How about you? All right. I'm doing great. Adam. How's Hard- any better I'd have to be a
17: set of twins.
18: Ooh. Oh, look Badum at
17: this guy. <laughs>
3: All right, Adam. So now you uh, you got backyard pizza ovens. Yes, he does. I got
10: a backyard pizza oven.
17: Yes, he does. And, that.
10: Uh, Johnny C. Johnny C. was uh, was up here, I think, last winter. Right. It was yep. about twenty degrees out, and uh, showed him how uh, how I make uh, dough and sauce, how the oven was built, how we fire it, uh, cooked up some toppings. We went out <laughs> and tossed some pizzas. Look at you. Uh, we you, uh, we ate some pizza I make, was, I make uh, Olympics a
17: great night. Yeah, I make house visits and Adam it was an honor <laughs> and uh you got to mention it cuz big guy here's a big giants guy. And uh-huh. uh tell me how you bring this oven you even have a set ready to go and you bring it to the Meadowlands, no? You bring the oven yeah. to the Giants? So what is it on on a flatbed?
10: So no, the the whole thing and, and it's pretty cool. I was doing some I was doing some research online, and I came across this video on YouTube from this group called Chef Steps, and they have all these educational cooking videos. Hmm. And uh, one of the guys from Chef Steps built this uh, pizza oven, wood-fired pizza oven, in his backyard. Um, and it's just red brick and 24-inch paver sl- concrete paver slabs, uh, and it's just stacked up. Like, there's no mortar or anything like that, so it's basically you take all these bricks and turn it into a grown up size Lego set.
17: How much, Adam, did that cost and, you to put that together? I can't remember. What's the figure?
10: The, the, fir- the first oven cost 80 bucks. Yeah. And that's because I built a pedestal to keep, get the oven high up off the ground so I don't have to bend. I'm 6'4". I didn't want to bend mm-hmm. over and, like, tend the fire on the ground, so I built a cinder block pedestal and put the Small oven booth. on it. Um, but if you built it on the ground, it would cost like 40 bucks.
18: You know, there are people that are out there that are spending a thousand, fifteen hundred, two thousand or two thousand for these home pizza ovens. What he just described is brilliant, and you could put it together with just brick mm-hmm. and a slate from Home Depot and literally bring it in
17: for. And, Guy, like I said, I have that genetically inclined palate. His pizza was you. phenomenal. Have a genetically inclined palate? Is that what you're telling From Sicily, you're a gift from God. Yeah, but let me tell you, a gift makes, from Godfather. <laughs> he makes a great pie, Adam, and that's true. Jersey pizza, yeah, Jersey pizza joints. But people in Jersey, they make great pizza at home. Do they all, right. all have genetically inclined palates? I don't know. You know, we got to validate that.
18: Yeah.
10: Well, you know what I think it is. I may not have a genetically inclined palate, right? But uh, if you think of all the, you know, the pizza makers that you know, the ones that you respect. And you look at their sort of culinary background. Yep. The things I found, at least amongst home pizza makers, is that bakers make better pizza makers than cooks do.
18: And he's Understanding a great baker. Yeah. dough, they understand out. the dough. It's a right? living yeah. organism, if you think about it.
10: It's the dough is is the most important part. You could build a ten thousand dollar fancy imported from Italy pizza oven, but if you don't know how to how to make dough, you don't know how to stretch it. You don't know how to work with that living thing. I mean, it doesn't matter how expensive your rig is; it's not going to help you.
17: This makes a lot of sense. Oh, this guy's a pizziola.
3: Right. You're pizziola. going to be there on Saturday, Adam.
10: No, so, uh, Adam.
3: so Adam. 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 He's got a good. He's going to be outside with the brick oven in the parking lot. Hey, right.
10: oh man! <laughs> my Saturdays are spoken for. Uh, my pizza oven is strictly kosher, so observing uh, the Jewish he, Sabbath. You must be uh, pretty
3: busy. Well, when we move it to Sunday, you can come.
10: When you move it to Sunday, I'm there with bells on. There we
3: you go. got it. And that makes the total sense. Let's go to Tommy in Bernardsville on New Jersey 101.5, the Kosha Pizza Joint.
12: Hey, Tommy, what's going on? Steve, how are you? Good. How are you? Uh, I'm. A, I've met you before. I am a Hudson County uh, Brethren, and I Bergen County now. I'm Somerset County, but moved out yes. to the country. I, tell you, I live. That's exactly it. Golf courses everywhere. I'm a caddy. But anyway, um what happens here is you're not giving enough respect to what pizza was in the small towns in Bergen County and Hudson County. It was mom and pop shops mm-hmm. and they would do their best to bring that quality because there was six or seven in the town that I grew up alone and I'm
15: an Irishman. But it was um it was beautiful and they sponsored a lot
12: of teams and a lot of the churches and a lot of the social Activities that went
18: on within the yep. community. Mm-hmm. And they were really the backbone. Oh, yeah. And so still are. And, you know, you think about every it. Little t-shirt every Little League t shirt at a pizzeria every kid on the back. of goes to their local pizza yeah. and bums them up for an ad or some sure. donation, and they give it. They're Guy,
17: giving people. Guy, you're honoring some major pizziolas, right? Not- we are. We have a Hall yeah. of Fame.
18: My,
15: my shout out is to Ruthie and Jimmy from Lovey's Pizzeria in Heights, New Jersey. L- Lovey's. Thanks nice. for all that.
18: All right, on the hey, boulevard. Bobby. All right, hey, Tommy, great it, stuff, <laughs> Jim. We also have a change in our central region mm-hmm. uh, bracket, and uh, Joe's famous from Vauxhall. Right, will be playing in lieu of another place that couldn't make it. Uh, we also have Nellie's up in Waldwick, He's right. substituting for another place that couldn't make it. Labor shortage too busy. If you think about this current economy, that is a common theme. It's We're asking people to leave on a Saturday Well Saturday is one of their busiest days. Yeah. Um, but it really is um, a, you know, a celebration in some places like Grumpy's and Saddlebrook are actually closing. Um, You know, closing their shop and bringing just their to people, come up, just to, just just to be a that. part of the festivities. Yep. All right. It's going to be this Saturday,
3: Pizza Bowl 3, February 4th, 12 noon, Red's Restaurant and Bar in Carlstadt. We got headlines and treadlines coming up. Boys, I will see you on Saturday. I uh, will uh, fast between now and then. Yes. We will be ready for this. Chad, what do you think? Good pizza.
11: Very good pizza. Very, very good. I had a couple of Brooklyn Square pizza. Uh, Pieces. They were delicious. Yeah, Peter Grippo. Great, great pizza. You no,
3: know, no, he, he's from Jersey City. Mm. we go, What Jersey City places do we have? Any?
11: No, we don't.
18: Uh, I was oh. in Hoboken uh, earlier this weekend at Benny T's. And, right. Well, Jersey
17: um, Pizza Boys. The guys are going to, they're, they're Jersey father pizza. Guys,
18: boys from Avenel. Right. Uh, the right. father And the kids guy. that are all on TV spinning pizzas. They're amazing. Oh, they're going to be there too. They're going to yeah. be there too. I know their, their manager. Dad,
17: their dad is competing for the second <laughs> go. Um, and he has yeah. Carmine's Pizza Factory in Jersey City. There Carmine, we go. Oh, he does. That's Carmine, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, the okay. father. Yeah, like from Happy Days. I like, Go yeah. from Rags to Great <laughs> Detroit
18: style pizza. Yeah. great Detroit. Hey, there's right. meatballs too. So meatballs let's not too. Underestimate the value of a good meatball, especially in New Jersey. Uh, we've got like a Ferrari. You know, delis participating in this too, because it's just on pizza joints that make great food. Uh, is in Persephone, right. a young little place. At the end end of this night,
3: Guy sings, You'll never walk alone. It's a beautiful thing.
18: 10.30.
3: Now the latest New Jersey news. 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelis. Jersey Pizza joints. We got the pizza ball. We got so much pizza in this studio right now. Rob, I'm full. It's going to be like a pizza car freshener on the way home.
7: I, my eyes were definitely bigger than the uh, than the good old stomach this day. He brought so much pizza. When you told me he was bringing pizza, I said to myself, you know what? I would cut myself. Yeah, I, I was gonna cut myself off at 2, two thirty three o'clock to eat because I knew I wanted to have some pizza. Mm. And when they called me and said, "Hey, we're here," I I knock on the door and then there they are, four pizzas. He got sandwiches. I. I've, I'm full of the brim. I'm telling you.
3: That is a big guy (laughs) with a big heart. Yes. And Johnny C. And, uh, oh, my God. The thing about pizza, you know, it's it's an institution. And this Saturday, it's going to be Pizza Bowl 3 at Red's Bar and Restaurant. And it's going to be fantastic. Restaurant and bar, whatever.
7: It's going to be there.
3: Starts at noon, and uh, I'm telling you, he's going to cast the thousands. But not only is that going on, what else is going on? I've
7: got news for you.
3: Excellent news. Now it's time for Headlines and Trevlines.
1: I read the news today, oh boy. Doctor, doctor,
0: give me the news. There's Steve comments on the headlines of New Jersey. Brace yourself, folks. For
17: mind-blowing news. As only Steve can. What the hell? What is going on out here?
7: A bright meteor flashed across the sky Saturday night, visible to those happened to be looking at the right place at the right time from people all the way from Canada to the Jersey Shore. Really? Yes. Must have so, been the right
3: place. Yes. Must the American the right
7: Meter Society has logged at least 66 reports of a fireball. It really? Was, yeah, it was only up in the air for a couple of seconds, and it dropped right down, and it led... like it. it Led like a little like trail, but that was it. Okay, Isn't
3: that would great? have had a Fireball while watching it. Would have been. I fun. know Did that you
7: have a Fire What's in a Fireball.
3: Cina, cinnamon. Fireball is uh is cinnamon. Cinnamon, right? It
7: kind of tastes like your dad's, you know, red hot. Cinnamon
3: gum. schnapps or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. That
7: was my first drink I ever had. Actually. a Fireball. Yes. Really? Yeah. Did you
3: choose that or was it given to
7: you? Well, you know, at fifteen years old at a New Year's Eve party, that's what they had. They said, "Ah, oh, we got this thing. We got Red Bull," and I was, you know. We got this fireball here for you, and I was like, "Oh, I (laughs) did not know that." Yeah.
3: Okay. See, all right here, uh, fireball mixed drinks
7: recipes. How about this? Okay. All
3: right, what else is going on? All right, I see. Fireball cinnamon whiskey. That's what I thought. Tastes like
7: heaven. Someone stole a bin out of a U.S. post office letter carrier truck in Montclair. They stole the bin out of the truck. Yes. So a letter. What do you mean, a little plastic letter holder? Yeah. So uh, that's news. (laughs) Yeah. Well, here's the thing. So the guy watched him do it. A letter carrier for the U.S. Postal Office reported that he was delivering mail. So he's on his route and he observes a black Hyundai Elantra that had pulled up next to his mail truck. Then he observed a mail exit his truck with a full bin of mail. Oh, a full bin of yeah.
3: mail. Yeah, I thought just an empty plastic bin. Oh, he took a whole thing of he mail. He took a
7: whole thing of mail. That's he a is federal bet- offense. That's like jail time. I know. Between five foot one and five foot five, this guy is. He's oh. wearing a. He's wearing a black COVID style. Cloth mask, black pants, and a black hoodie jacket.
3: See, if he would have wore a Santa suit, he could have said he was looking for letters.
7: See, yeah, um, I, you know, I, I'm Santa. I got it. I, I got to get an early start
3: on Christmas. That could have worked, right? It
7: would have worked hundred percent. I don't
3: think they're going for the uh, the black pants, the black suit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they're going for that look. no. isn't
7: that crazy though? A huge like, black... what is he looking for? Did did he send the maybe wrong
3: Maybe oh. he lost his wife's wedding ring, and he's trying to do the right thing. So she don't divorce
7: him. I like it.
3: That's the kind of things people go,
7: Oh, I hate that. I hate Oh, Yeah. Go ahead. I, well, how about this? Because, you know, if he's looking for the wedding ring, what, what if he gets caught in that situation? Is he going to say, ah, fine, I'm looking for a wedding ring. And they're, oh, maybe we can look for a specific box. And he's like, ah.
3: What you got to do if you get caught and tell them you're looking for a wedding ring, you quickly drop your wedding ring in the box and then pull. Ah, okay. Always thinking.
7: Always thinking. All right, what else? <laughs> okay. So, all right, I like this one. Ocean City officials are putting teenagers on notice that it's not going to be anything goes this summer and minors who behave on the boardwalk, beaches and streets will no longer be getting off with just a warning.
3: How can they do that? Isn't it like, don't the cops get in trouble if they do anything more than a warning? Like, can't the cops go to jail? Wasn't that the whole thing? So
7: the thing is, is that they're going to take them in, and they're going to call the parents immediately. They weren't allowed to do that for a long time. Well, they're doing it now. It's an Ocean City, baby. I may do
3: that. I may do that tomorrow night. Like, what did you, uh, did you ever have someone call your parents? Like when you were a kid, did you ever have the cops call your parents or the teacher call your parents or the nun call your parents? Or?
7: So I kind of got a story like that. Okay. Um, so it's winter March of uh, March February 2014, and we're at my uh, it, it just snowed out, so me and my buddies in my neighborhood just went to go uh, sledding right and we're there right are at my elementary school and we're playing around we're throwing snowballs we're going down our big hill that we had at our elementary school and then my one friend sees this speaker that used to be used for the morning announcements and it's broken it's uh, it's been broken for years and he said let's let's see how close we can get to it with the snowball we're throwing the snowball against the wall i nail it i don't knock it down though i, I nail it and this kid Comes up to us and goes, hey, you were, I'm going to call the cops on you if you keep doing that. That's vandalizing uh, a school. And my friend was like, yeah, no way. Throws it as hard as he can. Perfect strike. Nails it. Thing comes down. Woo, comes, rah, rah. comes come in. And my one friend was like, oh, we got a bucket. We got to get out of here. I know a way. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. I got my three-year-old brother next to me. There's no way. because So we had to stay there. And I watched my friend get driven away. And and all all they did was was like hey just don't throw the snowball at the school just throw throw it at your friends. And that was it. Yeah, that was it.
3: Okay, they didn't call your parents or anything.
7: Well, I I had to call my parents. I had to be like, "You the, why yeah, you, they, why would you do
3: that? What are you nuts? Why would you call your parents and the last thing I would do is call my
7: parents." I, it was it was because I was like, "You know what? Uh I need a ride home." And, and I called my dad. I said, "Hey dad, uh Joseph's in the police station." And he's like, "Joseph's in the police station for what?" And I said, Hey, he threw a snowball at the school, and that's it. And my dad was like, oh, oh, here I come. Like He was like, he, he thought it was going to be something worse, believe me.
3: Yeah, he was probably... When we are throwing the snowball, and probably relieved him.
0: <laughs> Heading out tonight... five
3: 283 1015 Steve Trevely. All right, go to nj1015.com, and uh, you check out the uh, Cindy Williams blog that we got up there. You check out all those T-shirts from the Jersey businesses that no longer exist. Hey, I'm from Freehold. Two to Yeti test the story. That'll be February 24th, and uh, a good time shall be had by all tomorrow. With all the information on Pizza Bowl Three up there, which is going to be this Saturday at noon over at Red's Restaurant and Bar in beautiful Carlstadt. All right, Rob, you ready? Yes. What else we got?
7: Okay, so yesterday was the first virtual public forum about the 250 million dollar plan on the walter rand transit center in camden so people had eight choices and they came right. they, they came up with some things that they want for the new terminal so 76 percent want improved lighting
3: turnstiles you can beat <laughs> yeah 76 percent want turnstiles you can jump with no they want lower turnstiles so they could jump them easier right Imagine like imagine that yeah, right okay what else do they want 68- they want whiteboards so that you can put graffiti up there and make it easy to clean so you can try again if you misspell. Yeah, the dry erase? The dry erase. Yeah. want dry erase boards for the graffiti. What else do they want? All right, they want uh, 68% want a... Trains that run on time. They would like... 68% would like trains that run on time. Okay, what else would they like?
7: 64%
3: would like better landscaping. Better landscaping, yes. because that's what I notice as I'm running to catch my train, that I don't want to st- trip
7: over a bush on my way well, That's inn. exactly what I was thinking, because it's like, they're like, yeah, trees, green space. What does green space mean to you when you think landscaping? Green space, like... Green space. Grass. Just call it grass. You don't need to call well, it green space. it's legal in New
3: Jersey now, so they got to call it <laughs> green space. <laughs> yes. Better than brown space, but they put those dog laws into effect, so that doesn't happen anymore. What else? Do you
7: know what was a huge thing they needed, though?
3: What's that?
7: Wi-Fi. That, Wi-Fi. That was the big thing they wanted. Wi-Fi. Okay. All right. I,
3: I would try and, get. and bulletproof vests <laughs> okay. in case they should get held up. <laughs> you know, because we have no you know, the cops can't do anything anymore in New Jersey, so you need
7: <laughs> but they bulletproof vests. Okay. Well, what else? So, all right, I'll give you a next one. So I did hear when we were uh doing the show, I heard Chad talking about Specifically, Milltown Mel. So yeah. he died last year, and they're mm-hmm. trying to replace him. And I said, to, "Why? Why can't they use this one guy?" And there's actual, there's regulations. And they are trying. they can't just use any groundhog no No, they are, but they're trying their hardest. They're, Even the groundhog has to
3: pass a test.
7: Do, do you think they have to give him a, uh, like, like a piss test or something? That they're making the groundhog go, like, wet what on, like, mean, a What, do you mean, a drug test? Yeah, yeah, like wet on a napkin? No, I don't think they go that
3: far <laughs> They don't make the groundhog turn his head and cough, either. <laughs> I mean, right... <laughs> I don't know. Like, so, like, what's the problem? Wait, like the groundhog isn't qualified. I, yeah. You must be this high to come out and see your shadow, <laughs> or you can't see your shadow. Is that what it is? To, they have to give him an eye test to That's see exactly, if he can yes. see his shadow. Is that what
7: it is? It. it I don't. They give him they, an eye test. They didn't say specifically. Like, I went into real research on this, but on their Facebook, they're just like, "Well, you know, this guy's not doing well, but we're still looking." Is there? A, How do you not do well? I, I don't get it. How do you not? All right. How do you how do you address it to the groundhog too? The groundhog. Sorry, better <laughs> go somewhere
3: else. Sorry, buddy. Uh, yes, but get pet center in Oldbridge. See if they got a groundhog. They can send <laughs> up to Billtown, right? Oh no. Where's Joe and Isabella and Tom? Send them a groundhog, will you?
7: You gotta think. You know what would uh in a situation just like this in Bill Murray what what would what would he do? What if would he...
3: WWBD? What would Bill yeah. do? Uh, he'd do, all, he'd do? He'd do it all. Whatever he do, he'd do it all over again the next day, and all over again the next day, and all over again the next day. Hence, Groundhog
7: Day. Yes, but what I also thought was, what? if that was in the movie, he'd become the Groundhog. You know what I was thinking?
0: What. Day- This has been the Steve Travely Show On Demand. Check out the latest from Steve on our free app or nj1015.com. New